Hello everybody, welcome back to the Dugout Podcast. You're joined again by the boys, the four of us back together. Big shout out to Jared for filling in for me last week. I was busy getting pissed up in another venue. <laughs> so um, <are> we. <laughs> yeah, good to be back. Good to have the boys back. We've got welcome a back, lot, mate. a lot of football to chat about. But uh, yeah, how are we all doing, boys? We struggled last week, eh? Without oh, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. We missed Cal. Little peek behind the the curtain for the viewers here. I do the editing for the pod. Yeah. And the files I got was about usually it's like five minutes of stuff before we kind of kick off the pod. I think that was about twenty five last week, <laughs> yeah. and that was three different attempts to start it. But no, it was it was fun. It did feel weird watching the podcast purely from the camera's perspective and not knowing what happens because usually yeah. I can kind of be like, all right, we've got to kind of watch what we do here and there. But last week I was like, what are these idiots going to say <laughs> next? <laughs> also, it was a shambles. We, um, like on our first record, we said um, rest in peace to Masado Kudo, but then we didn't end up using that bit because oh, we stuffed yeah. it up. So I want to say it while we record now. To yeah. Rest in peace Kudo from Brizzy Raw. Yes. Yeah. Rest in or peace. Ex-Brizzy Raw player. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm good. Doing well. <laughs> Big yeah. week. You were at the, the Raw game yesterday. Watched a bit of Charlie Austin, mm-hmm. a bit of Nanny. Look at you go. Two for two at home games this season. I know. Fuck it. Yeah, it was good, eh? Another nil all draw. Yeah. Another nil all. I haven't <laughs> seen Bridgie Raw score all season. I haven't <laughs> seen an A-League have game Have they score. scored? Bridgie uh, Raw? Two for t- oh, two. Oh. Yeah, game oh, yeah, yeah they played good. in a way game. I didn't know the result, though. Jeez. They're playing home next week to Sydney, which would be good. That good Morton Daily. The old Morton Daily up, the Morton Daily. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to go yesterday, but Benny and I had our real-life end-of-season do last night, so we were yeah. suited and booted, dressed yeah. to the nines, yep. drinking as much free booze as we could. That's yes. why I have to wear my um, iconic jersey tonight, boys. You know? <laughs> Represent the Tigers, I hey, like bit it. A bit of homage. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's get straight into the football, shall we? We'll jump into... We've got a lot to cover. There is a lot. We've got Ooh. two game weeks. We've got a... Deciding week in the Champions League, a lot yeah. of teams have now sealed their fate mm-hmm. and dropping down to Europa. Some of the big dogs, um, but yeah, there's plenty to talk about. So there let's just is. jump straight let's into it. Get into it, eh? Starting off, Salzburg and Chelsea, a little two-one win. Yep. Continuing Potter's fantastic start at Chelsea, not losing a single game in Europe. In Europe, well, well in well, the league too. At this point, yeah, yeah at the league the, as well. But at the point of the game playing, but by the time we get to it. Uh, he has dropped his first points. And um, big old Kep has made some sort of return, hasn't he? Yeah, some wild recovering mm. of form. But shout out to him for a young lad being the most expensive goalkeeper in the world to yep. be in the lows that he has. I mean, we've seen a few players this season under new management really come and flourish. I think Kepa, Kepa's massive. And to keep his mentality and keep that drive to actually want to be a world-class goalkeeper. Yeah, got to give him props there, especially yeah. like end of last season. He was the uh, the Carabao Cup goalkeeper for Chelsea. Mm. Blazed his penalty. Like, yeah. if you're anyone else, maybe you just drop your head a little bit. But he's come back. I mean, he didn't start the season, but he's come back now and he's been fucking playing yeah. really well. Since so. Potter's come in, he's yeah. obviously yeah. Potter's seen something that he likes. Or doesn't like in Mendy, I guess. Yeah, perhaps. Since we're talking about Spanish keepers, yeah. we're talking about De Gea yeah, quickly. Yeah, left out of 55 man squad. Yeah. Oh, five keepers got picked out of him. That's insane. Let's That's touch on it. Insane. I mean, it is insane. It's not crazy, though. I can understand. It is great. Is I can great. understand That's why crazy. Luis Enrique's done it, because... Why? Well, De Gea's getting on a bit. Why not give the younger... De Gea's getting on it. De Gea's like 31. Yeah, you're playing like the 34, World Cup. is he you not? Go, maybe no. in the Euros, but... Surely not. I'm pretty sure he's 
Close Let me uh, just fact check that. I was going to say, every time we've gone age yeah, for age, age, I always age. cock it up. <laughs> but do we still think De Gea is Spain's number one? Oh, like, according to it, us? Well, it's, it's definitely hard. up to two. Well, the other keepers that got picked above him, which shouldn't have, in my opinion, was Unai Salmon from Bilbao. 31. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pulls that up. Unai Salmon from Bilbao, um, Robert Sanchez from Brighton, and David Raya from Brentford. Yeah. So... Sanchez and Ray, I can see because this season they've been fantastic. I think the they've both come into their own. Right. Unai Simon, I don't watch enough of La Liga to well, say. Well, Unai Simon's Spain's number one. So yeah. that, that's it. To me, that's the only understanding. The last two tournaments he has played for, or no, maybe not the World Cup 2020, but. I just don't. I, I personally, I don't get it. Like, De Gea has been one of the best goalkeepers in the world for a long period of time. Yeah. Not the last three years, but like, he's still he, decent. He has been up there. He just, I think that the difference with De Gea is now, like, our defence is finally short up. You, d- you don't see him making the ridiculous saves the, anymore. The only thing I can say with De Gea is his distribution yeah, lacks. Yeah. And in a team like Spain, Luis Enrique Spain is very much Luis Enrique's Barcelona and very similar in their tiki-taka quick play and you need a keeper who can use his feet. De Gea has made many a mistake at his feet. I, w- I wouldn't Across, say many. I mean, he's a bit... He's been there for a long time at United. I've seen a lot of yeah. cock-ups I, from him. But, I, yeah. And I can see, I can also see him wanting to put make his stamp on that Spain national team. How you do that? You make big changes. Yeah. Like, this, the, the Spain team that was so good for so long, you think of the, the Xavi, the Iniesta, the Davavia, you know, name them, Pedro, Casillas, yeah. PK, Ramos, those players are now dropping out. It's a new Spain. Why not? Try keepers out when you've got a nice breed of talent there. Why not try a new keeper? Well, it's one position you can afford if you've got other options. Yeah. But it's just wild to know that the Hayes not going to the World Cup. No one, there's yeah. five other keepers. Well, of them. mentioning Kepa, he's had a huge turnaround this season. He's, he's included in the list, but he doesn't travel to Qatar. He yeah. stays in London. The big thing for me, but is like I think it's no surprise De Gea is not a favorite of Enrique. He's um, I think he didn't go to the last well. No, he did go to the last World Cup. I don't think he, he went to Euros. Euros. No. So I think there's no surprise he's not in the three-keeper list for the 26-man mm. squad. But to not be in five or six in the six keepers that are mm. in the 50-man squad, that's that's insane. But he is not that bad. And well, even distribution, I, I agree, because at United now, we're seeing Ten Hag will come into effect a bit. And the, the questions behind him are his distrib- distribution for us. Well, even if he is six, like it'd be so good to have some of his experience in the dressing room, exactly. especially for the other keepers as but well. If he is six choice, that's where we're not in the dressing room. We don't like the United dressing room's been that toxic. There's been names thrown around. Yeah. Maybe De Gea is one of those names. We simply Maybe. just do not know. Yeah. yeah. So I imagine there's a bit on. of that going on. Yeah, we Chelsea anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we tangent to Chelsea instead of Spanish keepers. Usually it's anyway. to West Ham. We end up talking about Chelsea's transfer yeah. market anyway. No, but good oh, yeah. on Polo though, being able to get this Chelsea team just getting results. Yeah. Away if, from home too. Away from, like, I love Graham Havertz's goal as well is unreal. Havertz, you know, Ganks, said, uh, Jared said it last week. Um, he is, like, he does get a lot of hate, but the few games he's playing, whatever Potter has done, yeah. he links very well for that team. And he's, he's starting to fill that number nine spot. He's starting to win those headers, yeah. score those headers, play those drop-off balls and make yeah. those runs. You boys said it last week. He's very young. He's still got plenty yeah. of time to grow a mould. And I think a manager like Graham Potter is a perfect manager to make a player like that grow. Yeah. It's um, 2-1 there. 
just touching on that too, just Kovacic coming back into the squad mm. under Potter as well. I think um, I, th- I I don't know why he wasn't playing as much under Tuchel. Well, for me, he's our best midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a. I, what, watching him play, he just brings something. He brings so much energy to that to that mm. Chelsea side. Yeah. He's agree. everywhere. Yeah. I have yeah. A, I'll, well, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna say it now because I'm not gonna wait till we talk about you. Now, why was he in his pants after the Man United game? Did you see the video of him <laughs> running off in his full those underwear? Big yeah, yeah. yeah. just his <laughs> massive too, package. Mate. Yeah. Sweet, like, <laughs> mate. If I had that package, I'd be doing podcasts in my jocks. Right? T- <laughs> yeah, if, if you got it swinging <laughs> like that, do it before the game. Get out there and let them know. Like, but he had a big package today. I didn't see. Did not front. say, mate? It was terrifying. Yeah, he's, said, he's just played a game yeah. of football, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you run, your dick shrinks. What mine does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you say it. But yeah, like this man, it's like an elephant's trunk. Really? And he's running around in full breeze. <laughs> There's still kids in the stadium. They're like all staring and pointing as he runs down the tunnel. Oh, Even Peter Schmeichel's coming this. up the tunnel and he goes... Yeah, <laughs> it. that's class. Like, why is he doing it? And also, who's he giving his shorts and his shirts to? Like, why do you have to run around in your underwear? Kovacic, we need answers. You scumbag. <laughs> if you wanted to send some more personal pics to me, Kovacic, I don't mind. Well, I'm going to stand for bridge when I go to England. <laughs> Can I have your shorts, please? <laughs> A lot. Oh. Right. So 2-1 yeah. yeah. to Chelsea away. Um, Sevilla managed to do what Man City couldn't, scoring three Sweet. against Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, PSG putting on an absolute masterclass against poor Maccabi Haifa. Yeah. 7-2 domination. Um, we'll touch on it briefly because there's one man in this team who's been a shining light, I think, this season. Mm. Lionel Messi. Is he though? Because they're all on ridiculous goal tellers. Messi, yeah. his last 31 games, he's got 45 goal but There's one man that pulls the strings. If you watch a PSG yeah. game, like there is one man that makes things happen for him. You he's can have freak. all the Messi and all the Neymars, and, uh, Mbappe and Neymars in the world, but when you've got someone who can unlock defences like mm. Messi can, yeah. that's Insane. when you put big numbers up. And you saw it in the MSN days. I think now, the next couple of seasons, obviously Mbappe is... Doing whatever he's doing is his sport. I think Mbappe is slash a player role. I think he's a big reason to why PSG are so good as well. Like I, I don't think it's like I think Messi and Neymar are unreal, but I do think if Mbappe leaves, that's going to hit hit them hard for sure. But these last yeah. like two or three seasons where it has been Neymar and Mbappe, they've been good, but the quality of football that's now there with Messi is just yeah. a whole different level. Yeah, Mbappe is very wasteful too. Like, in this game, I think it was this, or maybe I was watching one of their Liga games or something. He had, like, eight one-on-one chances inside yeah. the first half and scored one. Yeah. Which is, you know. Yeah. But he gets he, he gets a lot more than most players. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, compare him to Haaland. Like, Haaland gets chances and he scores a lot of goals. If he was playing in that team against that yeah. standard of opposition, he would be on... Triple what he's on now. Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi have seventy goal contributions just this season. Yeah, that's schizo. And the, Mbappe only has like three assists. I was looking at that because when you said that in the chat, I was like, that can't be real. I looked at their their league contributions are like forty, so yeah. they must have thirty in the Champions League. Yeah, well, because they <laughs> battered Maccabi twice now. I think it was mm. five nil or something at first time. That's and insane. Seven two. Um. But yeah, good on him. <laughs> Dortmund, Man City, a nil all. Another big performance from Bellingham. Yeah, Erling yeah. hey, getting injured. Yeah, yeah just I was talking to my mate, uh, City Ooh, fan. <laughs> <laughs> he um, oh, so so I read during the week that it's an ankle thing for Haaland, but 
Tony, shout out Tony. Um, he seems to think it's not going to be too serious. No, nah, Pep said it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it should be fine. Well, that's because they got those Man City doctors. He fly them out to Dubai, ask no questions, comes back with a freaking robot ankle to go with his robot body. <laughs> Touching on Helen, I remember our first ever podcast. I sent this to the chat as well. But we predicted him to get eighteen goals this season. And he's already got seventeen in I, yeah. ten games. It's like Metro, Metro <laughs> getting his ten. Just no, prem. That's yeah. just prem. It's like Metro getting his ten prem goals. Until it happens, it hadn't happened. So he's got nine, mate. <laughs> Has it happened yet? <laughs> no. Um, Milan putting four past Dynamo Zagreb at home. I love Rafael Leo. Eh? He's, mag- he's really it, come yeah. on to his own. Shout out to, uh, what's the name of the Milan manager? Spatoli or something? No. No. Oh, well, then you say it. it. Oh, because I've forgotten it. That's why I asked what it was out loud. Let me scroll down Pioli. here. Pioli. Oh, yeah. Simeone Pioli. Former Stefano. Inter Milan, Stefano, whatever. <laughs> but he was an Inter Milan manager. I remember when he came in, the fans were not happy. But yeah. the things he's done, the signings he's made, that team is is young, is mm. dangerous, it's mm. is very They're fluid, pretty football. They are Dick. becoming the the Italian giant they used to be mm-hmm. again, which is good to see. And I think We're I was watching Origi. <laughs> Origi's a donkey. <laughs> but I was watching Brahim Diaz. Yeah. That boy He is rapid. Like, he's good. He was a a wasted talent at Real Madrid. He was just sat there, he wasn't getting yeah. the game time. He'd been out on a few moves in La Liga. But he, I think the last three or four games I've watched in Milan, he's had little mazy runs where he picks the ball up on the halfway line, beats five players and scores yeah. a goal. Yeah. He's fantastic form. Shout out to Milan, honestly. I'd love to see him go and win a big, like they won the Serie A last year. To push for a Champions League this year would be insane. Tenali or Milan. Mm. Yeah. Both Tenali, the Italian teams. Just, just Tenali has, has started this season really well as well. Mm. Like he's obviously been very good, but I feel like this season he's stepped up he's another year. He's putting his name back out there. Yeah. Yeah. Milan is still a ways off the Champions League. I mean, we'll see. The, I don't know. The, are they? They're out of the. Are they out of there? No, they're not. They haven't qualified. They're second? Are they yeah, second? Yeah, the one point against above Leipzig, and their final game is against not Leipzig, have Salzburg. Yeah, so you have to win that game or even draw to go through. Yeah, there's at least five teams for me that I can think of the top of my head that are above Milan at the moment. Oh yeah! Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, I, I remember saying when we first discussed Champions League, they were my dark horse. I think yeah. you said very similar thing. Yeah. So that I guess that's what a dark horse is. But you, you know, they're not expected to go far. Not no. expected to do much, but they could very well. Like Porto somehow getting in the quarterfinals every year. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> sneaking, <laughs> sneaking their way in. Um, but from the top of the Italian league to the absolute mud, uh, Benfica putting four past a piss poor Juventus side. Juventus just suck. There is they? one shining light in that Juventus side. I did write the note down. The young English lad who came on at the end of this game, I don't know his name, oh. Illing Jr., yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. He looked good. He was so rapid. So in a team where you're already down, I think they were, it was 4 1 or something when he came on, and mm. he came on and Put the balls in that create like the yeah. pre-assist for their two goals that they came back with. What well, what boy? Yeah, I've never never heard of him. Never really. heard of him yeah. before. I don't know where he's come from, but our um, conspiracy got fixed this game too. Alexandro came off the bench. Oh, the boy came back. Yeah, he still plays. <laughs> Somehow earned that eighty-four rating despite none of us hearing of him. For the last <laughs> 
But yeah, shout out Benfica too yeah. to put four past Juventus and to hold it. Mm. Obviously, it's at home, which is a big thing in right. Champions League nights. But uh, Juve and Europa now. And did you? Yeah, mm. did you mention that? I'll come no. Did. So yeah, it so does. Yeah, they're out. Of well, the champs. it doesn't even. They're not even guaranteed no, to make got Europa. No. Yeah. There's a chance they could just drop out of everything completely. And who's in that group? Uh, yes. And you mm. look at that team too. Like, there's nothing even outstanding there. I wonder if they'll make some investments to make a comeback to become more of a dominant force because it looks like teams like Inter, AC, and Napoli are starting to become the dogs again yeah. back in the Serie A. So the Juve has PSG, Benfica, Juve, and Maccabi Haifa. Yeah. So they're, they're out. Who? Juve, aren't they? No, they're in Europa currently, but they're tied on point. Uh, yeah, tied yeah. on points with Maccabi. So if they get a result and Juve don't, oh, so they could go. Yeah, that's what we're oh, saying. They could go right. out, out. Yeah, I'm going oh, for Maccabi. Yeah, big yeah. up Maccabi. Big up Maccabi. Oof. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Celtic Shakhtar a one-all draw at home. Big result for Big Ange. I think yeah. any result in a positive sense for Celtic, is a great result for him. Uh, Leipzig sticking three past Real Madrid. Yeah. 3-2 there. Big result That's for Leipzig. That's a big Leipzig. result. Big Although result Madrid him. probably not playing to their potential, no. having already qualified. Yeah, I think they're yeah. a bit of cruise control. Yeah. 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 Well, the, I think Rodrigo was, there, as he has been for a lot of their games this year, the real shining light for him. 94th minute. Mm. Uh, Inter sticking four past Victoria to send Barcelona down to the Europa League. We will touch on them shortly. Club Bruges losing their Club first Bruges game. Dro- and dropping it in big style to Porto. 4-0 drubbing mm-hmm. at their home. Uh, Frankfurt sticking two past Marseille's one. And Barcelona doing what Barca do when they play Bayern, conceding three at home to Bayern Munich, sending themselves to Europa League. As we spoke about last week, or the week before, I should say, potentially massive financial mm. consequences because of this. Um, yeah. And I just can't see them winning Europa either. No. I think there's so many teams that are better than them. I'm starting to see a lot, when I look at the old social medias, um, there's a lot of Xavi out. Really? A yeah, lot, a lot too, of Xavi out. Because he obviously took the club... A struggling club, they got all their money, they bought signings in, rada, rada, rada. They haven't improved from where they were this time last year, where the likes of Pedri and Gavi and those players were shining through and doing bits for them. And Sufati, yeah, who obviously has struggled with injuries, bless him, but still, they're not having the impact. Obviously, they used to have Depay or Bamiyang, where they're two big men. They've now bought in the likes of Rafinha, who's been terrible for them. Shocking signing. And also, fucking, um, no, don't even want to touch on this, but Gavi win the... Young, the copper, copper, yeah, Coppel. that's wild. That was over Jamal Musiala, who is arguably, yeah, yeah Musiala was arguably. Well, a lot, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people Bellingham. were saying Bellingham. Yeah, but Bellingham, it's it's weird when you look at players like Foden and Bellingham, and like obviously they're English. Sorry, I apologize, but like those players are too good to be, or like Trent is even too good to be young player, like young players what, a year. What's the quali- classifications for it? Do you have to be under, under twenty three? Yeah. yeah. But when you look at, I think that's a very outdated age system. Now. Yeah, when you look at twenty, yeah, when you look yeah. at players coming through like Jude Bellingham, I think it's still nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. yeah. Like that's so, mental. Yeah. So he's still he's still eligible for another four years, but in four years' time, he might very well win the Ballon d'Or. Mm. <laughs> Can but you win both? What I mean, yeah, you, there's no reason not to, I guess. But that's what I mean. Like those players are now in their own bracket, yeah. but they're too good for the golden uh, whatever it is. You. 
players ball. What's how old's Harland? Twenty two, yeah. Twenty one. So he could have won it. He could have won it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you should just give it to who's the best in the age ranges of this. Like yeah. if you want to change the rules, change the rules, but it, until then. It is weird that he's there. Because I hadn't heard of him. Who? Gabby. Oh, like, oh, I don't watch. Oh. I don't watch enough Barcelona yeah. to hear of him. You know what I mean? Well, like, I heard Pedri's meant to be better. Yeah, Pedri. Yeah. Pedri for me is the better Pe- one out of them. Same Gabby's here. pretty good, but Pedri. Yeah. Pedri pulls the strength for Bart. Pedri is Barcelona's and best Pedri's player. Pedri's nineteen. One hundred percent. Pedri is Barcelona's so, best player, but he won it last year, and I think that's the only reason he didn't win so this year. It's just it's fucking. It's all bullshit. Gabby is a weapon. Gabby's all voted for by journalists. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gavi's a weapon. La Liga. But I don't think he's on the level of Musial, La Liga, Pedri. I just or throw this. I throw this in there. So obviously Ballon d'Or and all that is voted for by top journalists in each European country. Fucking journo. <laughs> but the YouTube... <laughs> the YouTube... Yeah. Yeah. The YouTuber <laughs> Thogden, he is a Montenegrin citizen. And Montenegro have... A guy who does it, but he doesn't. He just doesn't really give a fuck about it. Yeah. So he was trying to get that position to act. So a YouTuber would have a vote for the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, it's right. Just a, it's just a weird little funky thing. I thought it was funny, but it's <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like all these, it's just a popularity contest. Yeah. But so it's like Gabby got stupid. Was it Gabby who PK shagged his mum? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So all right, PK shagged his mum. So he's sympathy, an award yeah. for getting over it. Yeah. Sympathy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, go. my mum's single, Pugay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch the end of last week's episode where Ben's giving the green light to Jared. God. Jared and PK having a wonderful time. Um, oh, moving onwards, Liverpool got their 3-0 win against Ajax. Um, do you boys want to touch on it? Um, it's not really much to say. It was just... He's had good, plenty good to say after it. Good win. <laughs> it was it was the first time you guys had changed the formation up. Yeah, we had a diamond, I believe, because oh. it was before the Nottingham game. There was yeah. a f- there's been a few changes before this yeah, there's game. There's been a few changes of the formation. We've four played four a four two. two three one, played a four four two, played a yeah. diamond midfield. Yeah, um, a lot of positives. Elliot again, one of my best players this season. Great, great goal by him too. Yeah, great, um, great goal. Darwin Nunes as well. Good to see him getting the score sheet. I think he's doing well. Salah back on the score sheet. Seeing Salah at the moment. Seems very back in his um like that mindset of just going for it mm-hmm. well, again. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm finished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since change of the formation, Salah's been allowed to come off the right. Like he's yeah. playing more centrally, so he's yeah. scoring more goals. But before that, when we were playing the four three three, I don't know if it was um I don't know what it was, but Salah would not come off the wing. Mm. Oh, it would have been in directions from Klopp. Yeah, but I think yeah. Just trying to adjust. I think playing Dahl and Nunes is like a left winger, left striker has been really good. Yeah. Because he is fucking super quick. So they give him that freedom out there to be able to play more of his own game rather than just... Because I think at the start, he was trying to play too much like Bobby, trying to play off and like drop in and play as a false nine. It did not work. So seeing him have football. his freedom can't touch on the left wing and left striker is a lot more yeah. beautiful to see as a Liverpool fan in terms of growth. But... Yeah, there's a lot of positives from this game. Yeah. I, I personally don't think the, f- the diamond is the way to go for us. I think the 4-2-3-1 worked better for us. I think, I think the out and out wingers. I think the diamond would be better, would be good if Fabinho would actually play football. <laughs> like, the amount of times players run past him so easily yeah. is ridiculous. And I think 
it just exposes so much. I don't know why he's had this drop this season, but like drop in form. But every time someone gets the ball near him to get past him, yeah, it's it's, it's not this game that um, we need to be talking about. This to be honest, I th- no, I thought we were pretty dominant. Yeah, we were really um, good this game. But Ajax it's hard to give us compliments knowing that we just lost. Yeah, <laughs> Ajax um, offered a little bit. But nothing really yeah, to yeah. trouble. Stinky for me. Ajax team too. They, have had a, they, they the hit game, the post early. I was gonna say, is this the game that Timber just picked the ball up from the yeah, defense yeah. and charged He's through quality. the whole team? It was good that now like we're qualified. Like good to be. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, I think it could have been a very different game if Bergvon, uh, not Bergvon, Berghaus. I think yeah. it is. Berghaus. Yeah. Yeah, he scored that chance where I think he hit the hit post. The post. Yeah. 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 Because that was early doors. Okay. It was in like the first two minutes. Yeah. Defensively, that looked terrible <coughs> for Liverpool. Again, just looked it, like he, he just pretty much just turned. It was allowed to turn in the box and yeah. just. It's just those split seconds are being switched off. That's killing us. Yeah, concentration levels, I think, Dropped. is a massive one. It's not just. I think. Yeah. Not, not individuals. It's, it seems to be everyone. The only thing I can put it down to is exhaustion from last season playing 64 games. Yeah. It's the only thing I can put it down to. And that's why I think it's super important. We'll probably talk about it more soon, but it's important to um, for our club to reinvest. If we don't make a big signing in January, then that's just some worrying signs, I'd say. Yeah, the the, the squad and Klopp and the coaching staff need more help from the board, in my opinion. A hundred percent. Are we? And especially with the injuries, like you can't foresee injuries like this um, in the transfer window, like yeah. that early. But. Um, I think you have to foresee that, or not even foresee, you have to have known that we've played 64 games, that it might come to this. Yeah, I know. It's just, yeah, it's just strange. Like, we win the Prem, there's no really backing of the fucking clock off the owners. We win Champions League, there's no really big backing off the owners. Like, there needs to be a bit more of a motive to be able to push on. Like, I'm, yeah, this whole sell to buy strategy, it's probably good for the long term, so you don't end up like Barca. But every every now and then you just kind of have a window where you go big, yeah. And like I know you guys are probably thinking about Nunes, like that investment. But I think this time round we needed players rather mm. than someone like big, that. One big sign. This is yeah. I mean, we in the group I, chat, obviously we need people. When Ten Hag, <laughs> when Ten Hag first came into United, the number one name on his list apparently by all reports Nunes. was Darwin Nunez. Yeah. And I from Boy, the get go was like no. A hundred million, no. That's yeah. way too much money to spend on one player. And a player like that, no thank you. Yeah. Like there's too much. So and then we ended up spending it on Anthony anyway. But Well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is like I know you complain about not having the backing and stuff like that, but I really rate the way Liverpool are run in the way that they don't they, they build players up and they sell them for lots of money and then they sign players for less. That's why, that's why your net spend isn't anywhere near as high. Oh, well, in terms of business, it's great, but it's yeah. more so of like them... For, for the club too, not just for business sake. Like for your club, like you're proving every year as well that you can, you can do it without these big players. Like it's the system. Yeah, like, but, yeah, what I'm trying to say is like the reason why it's an issue is because Klopp is like, we need a midfielder. No, you're not getting the midfielder. 12 hours left in the window, all right? You can get a midfielder on loan. It's like, what? Well, it didn't really go like that. No. Klopp said Klopp he said didn't he want a no, midfielder. Yeah. No, 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 but no Klopp did want a midfielder. He, he wanted <laughs> Tuchimani, he wanted Bellingham. He had a couple of players on a couple of names in the list. Tuchimani ended up leaving. And then the, then the club ended up saying to him that you can't get a midfielder. So Klopp was just in the press conferences like, look, we're not getting a midfielder. And then with 12 hours left in the window, he got the green light. And we had to panic by fucking Arthur Mello. 
who's now injured for the season. It's just well, I don't. I insane. have a completely different perspective on how that went down. I don't think that went down anywhere near like that. And obviously, I mean, it's it's open to perspective because it's yeah. behind closed doors. Like we don't know the conversations. We don't know. Yeah. Like all you know is what Klopp says out in the press conference, which he hides and he always protects the club. Yeah. Yeah. So I do agree with that. But what I think is, I think Klopp wanted Chiuamini or Bellingham. Couldn't get Chiuamini because he went to Real Madrid and couldn't get Bellingham because Bellingham wasn't moving in that window. So Klopp, I think, said, we'll wait. Like he's done with Van Dyke, like he did with – who was the other one? There was another one. But he's, yeah. he's been known to wait before. Yeah, we did the other one. He wanted Werner. Yeah. yeah. And didn't get Werner, so he just waited. But that's, he's done it before and it's worked so many times. So I think that's what he did. I think he was like, okay, we don't, we don't need a midfielder until we get Bellingham. That's not Klopp, though. I think that is. I think no, I think he he would have said, but I mean, you, that's speculation that you're saying it's not Klopp. No, it's not. No, it's not because there's there's a whole there's a whole. Um, I don't know if you know Michael Edwards. You probably will soon because apparently he's yeah. going United. Yeah, boy, I was reading that this morning. Yeah, but um, we got people like that at Liverpool that make those decisions. Yeah, and Klopp Klopp obviously will say, oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, but it's. It's a lot to do with other people, not Klopp. Well, that, 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 do that. that was the case when Michael Edwards was there, but yeah. since he's left, Klopp and Pep have taken on that responsibility by all yeah. reports. Oh no, so there's, a, there's another fella. I forget his name. Um, Julian something. Yeah. Oh, we we had, Julian had, Ward. Yeah, yeah, Julian Ward. But we've had fucking um, we've had injuries like in midfield. Yeah. I think Klopp had the choice to go and get a midfielder, especially on loan. He would have done that pre-planning, not within the last 12 hours yeah. of the window. He wouldn't have been like, no, we don't need one 12 hours to go. Oh, fuck, let's try and find one. I think he still would have had a it list. Was he still would have had a list of midfielders there. Or yeah. like, because that's one thing, that's what Benny's trying to say. Like, yeah. the FSG or whoever, your sporting directors, they have lists of players. That's why yeah. Klopp had the names like Salah, like Mano, like Van Dyke mm. on yeah. that list ready to go. I can't imagine Arthur was very high on that list. I imagine there's a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of people mm. ahead of him. We're agreeing with that as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't, I don't think my, – my opinion is I don't think Klopp's faultless in this. And no. I think that's, that's how you are sort of pushing it, which I don't think that's the case. I think, I think yes, I agree, like up the upper echelons that are in the club are probably organising this, but they work as a team at Liverpool. Like that's yeah. how it works. You know, Klopp is involved in that. He wouldn't be as success, successful as he is there if he wasn't involved in all this stuff. So I think he has been involved. I think – the the reason that you panic bought Arthur Mello is because there was a there was I remember there was a loss. I can't remember who it was against, but there was a loss right before the end of the window and he was like, All right, we need a midfielder. No, that was the first injury list. I don't think it's one loss that made them buy a midfielder. We've had this injury no, list for a long time. But you you played badly up until the end of the window and then you lost the game at the end of the window and he was come out. Well, my, I, don't, well, I don't think it was United. This is all speculation. My speculation is like that's the club finally on fucker. I maybe we do need one. Yeah, and gave him the green light to go and get a midfielder. Yeah, see, yeah. I mean, like... So I think, like, Klopp, he's been in the game for so long. I think he's a lot more mentally prepared to know that you can't just lose a game and, like, cool, no one need one. You just have midfielders. That's No one could have predicted that Fabinho would have the fall off, that Henderson wouldn't have a great season, starts of the season... You know, the, the players you have, you have midfielders. You have Elliot, you have Thiago, Carvalho, you oh, just signed, can play in the midfield. But the reason we wanted midfielders is because of injuries at the time. That's the reason why we brought in Arthur, because we had lack of resources due to the injury list we had at that time. Mm. It's it wasn't because we wasn't predicting players to fall off. It's because we had a big chunk of players missing. Yeah. It's still so funny to me that you brought in Arthur to 
cover injuries and then he <laughs> yeah, plays he one game plays, plays 18 minutes, minutes yeah. yeah goes and trains with the under 21s and then injured till the end of the season we so should like, move on from Liverpool in the Champions League we should because we've got more Liverpool to uh, talk about oh, yeah. now we won't have to talk about them but <laughs> <once. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck um, <laughs> Atletico and Leverkusen two all draw Tottenham Sporting one all draw and Napoli three nil Rangers just quickly on the um, Tottenham Sporting game Marcus Edwards the player for Sporting Foreman Tottenham youth product. What a man. What, what a, a man. player he looks like being as well. He's been lighting it up at Sporting. It makes me sad seeing players like that playing brilliant football because... I love it. <laughs> no, because when you're that young, all you need is game time. Yeah. Yes. Stay at these big yeah. clubs because if you're associated with Tottenham, Man United, Liverpool, City, Chelsea, whoever it may be, then you get that prestige. You make more money, everyone's... You go out, you say, oh, yeah, I'm a footballer. Who do you play for, Chelsea? Yeah, right, right. Okay, cool. But just go and play football. Like, yeah. It's, go to sporting. Go to Juventus when they're having a rut like the young lad has. Go to uh, Dortmund like Sancho, like Leverkusen, like Hudson. Leverkusen. Like, go and just, just yeah. go and play. But it's this whole narrative of, like, if it's not big six, it doesn't matter. Mm. But then you see when you get your chance against a big team like this, like all yeah. the young lads have. Or even Gallagher going to Palace and showing yeah. how good he is and they'll get in that Chelsea score. James Garner, Billy Gilmore, just yeah. go and play football. Like yeah. Jed Spence, you can rattle off names till the cows come home. Like yeah. Gibbs White there was good lot. against us. Yeah. For us. Just go and play football. Like the yeah. young lad who scored against Liverpool mm. at Nottingham, he was yeah. at Liverpool and left. Yeah. 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 And now he's, now he's banging goals against top six teams. Like Yeah. It it does make me sad because there's so like the margins to be a professional footballer is so small. Yeah, and yeah, oh, untapped potential. Yeah, and I you s- want. Sorry, I was speaking to someone the other day about the professional footballers and things like that. Apparently, like one percent of the world's population sign a professional contract. Yeah, and then one percent of that are mm. like your Messi's. Yeah, make it. Well, not even that. Like your De Bruyne's. Who's yeah, yeah, top, yeah, like fuck. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, percent of one percent of the biggest sport in the world. Like. Yeah, yeah. Just on that too, another like just um, sort of segue into the United game for against Sheriff was a big debut for um, Garnacho. Garnacho, who like like you were just saying, it's it's very hard to break through in a top team. Mm. So it was awesome to see Ten Hag put a little bit of faith in him. Yeah, you know, bench Sancho, who you know could have played that game very yeah. easily, but. Would have had and great results too. It's like not. Ganache, it's not like we we have the points to drop as mm. well. We're second in the table. We, we can't be it. dropping points. We have to win every single game to automatically qualify, and we have to beat Sociedad next week. Yeah. So it's not. A, it wasn't like a you know. Go oh, on. Let's just give him minutes over. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. it was a full strength side except for Garnacho, and yeah. Garnacho was the one, and he played very he well. Tore it he, up yeah, too. he did. Unreal. Looked very raw. Um, he made a few mistakes, a few sort of bad decisions, but. He's, what, he, 17 years old yeah. or something fucking ridiculous like that? He looks like he's mm. going to be a good player. I hope we see more of him because oh, I, sure. I think there's there's arguments for him to start against West Ham because mm. Sancho just hasn't been doing it. He really hasn't. He's mm. he's just plays so safe. Yeah. The other know? side of it is if you put someone that's so young in for an extended period of time, uh, they can, you know... Yeah, it can hurt them. Shit themselves. Progress. Not shit themselves on... I can't think of the word, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear you, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I, I do put faith in Ten Hag, but to um, handle it correctly, I guess. Because he he's done well with youth 
where when in you're Ajax. Look, you look at his Ajax team. Yeah. All young players coming up and, Sight and, and blossoming, football. yeah. But that's enough Champions League, I think. Mm. Let's move on to Premier League game week uh, last week. I believe it was 11. Yeah. Game I think we, we all decided we're going to sort of fly through these games a bit because yeah. they were old news and Rats it's been a while them. for us too. So far as Liverpool next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 as Liverpool, like, obviously, we won't touch on it too well, much. Well, is there another game well, we that? Uh, no, 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 that was, that we was watched that after the, yeah. literally after the potty on watched this Saturday night after the last potty. Week. I was absolutely off me trolley, sat yes. at the RSL, yeah. sending messages. There was dead silence from these donuts here. <laughs> I, was, I was off the phone. I was just living in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, all I got was selfies of Ben and these two boys crying <laughs> next to each other. Um, look, it's, it's a tough game. And I want to comment on the Liverpool formation. I thought in this one, the narrowness of it, which worked against City didn't work against Forest because mm. the transitional play for them, because there was no spreading of the ball, they could win that ball back in the midfield and immediately drive at you. Yeah. Um, which, in a game where you just want to sit in, which Forest were always going to do from the start, um, it's, well, it's you, very detrimental. Sorry. I'll tell you why it worked against City. When City have the ball, everyone goes wide. Yeah, it's expansive play there. So, so a counter-attacking system yeah, like that will if work. If you have play essentially like we did in that game, it's easier to get on the ball and yeah. counter. In this game against 100%. Forest, where they're trying to be compact, if you have more players in the middle, where all their players are, yeah. you have no it's time to... Recipe for disaster. Yeah. yeah. And um, I can't remember if Trent played in this game, but... He did. He came he on. He came on at the end. He came on, yeah. Um, his positions this year come in like centrally. It's different. I mean, it's not different for a full, fullback because City do it all the time. Yeah. But... For Liverpool at the, um, for the last five years, it's different. Um, but in, yeah, like it's, I think we need to get back to fullbacks just staying wide. Because um, mm. I think when Trent can get his head up, have a look and deliver, it's better. Well, that's like, like Robbo does on the other side. It's been very much the Liverpool way under the clock is not so much building the ball into those areas, it's getting yeah. them to your wing backs and then whipping them into a spot where they either win the ball. Or it bobbles, or it takes a bounce, or mm. you can just pressure that area. Like yeah. that's where Salah's so dangerous. That's where Mane was so dangerous, and it's where players like Bobby dropping off and yeah. being in that pocket to either pick up the loose pass and then feed the two forwards who are already there. That kind of works, but yeah, it's very limited. Yeah. And I will say, Nottingham Forest, the young lad who scored the goal. I don't think he's that young. He's I won you. Oh, is he? I don't know. No, but, but yeah. credit credit to him. Like for. Being able to take that chance in that moment, mm-hmm. the quick reaction to yeah, two goes out seconds, sort of thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, to finish it, like because a lot of those get spooned what? high and wide. The, I'll let you go first because I know you're. Oh, I was gonna say he's twenty five years old. Yeah, not, not really. <laughs> young Apologies, lad. ages aren't my fucking specialty. No, they're not. <laughs> Fourteen um, episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> um, my big memory from this game was Van Dyke should have had a hat trick. Yeah, he yeah. should have. <laughs> Uh, there was the one we were watching and um, the one where he tried to square it to Bobby right in front of goal on the six-yard box. He was central as well. Yeah, he, like was he was in front of the goal. <laughs> and we were all just like, what are you fucking doing trying to square Probably that? The second best header on our team. Doesn't even shoot with his head. Yeah. And there, there was another one, I think, late in the second half where he tried to, yeah, he tried to cut twice. back. And he could have yeah. just, like, you're close enough to hit, just just yeah. go for goal. Is the yeah. first, be- is the first um, best header of in uh, fuck me, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the best header in our team is that Allison. 
Oh yeah, no, Alison's third. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jota. Yeah, Jota. true actually. But yeah, Alison's <laughs> a Jew. At, at the time, not number <laughs> bottom of the table. Yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. they got this They're win. Still bottom, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like I was looking the after the game, I was like, we've got injuries. And I looked at the team, like, we should still be beating Forest. Injuries are not. Yeah. Even like the same fast forward to last night's game, like injuries are not, we should still be winning. But yeah, there's, there's, not, there's not much of an excuse. There's no excuses at all. Yeah. No, there, I don't think there is anymore. Like the start of the season, you can kind of say blip, tired so players, players getting used to shit. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I said um, it's hard to keep looking at Liverpool for a title race. Do we think Liverpool get top four this season? Oh, like that's where the discussion's gone to. It's we'll qualify for Champions League by winning that might. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's not far off that conversation. I think it's still a little early. Yeah, a little early. early to say. I think this side of Christmas More. is a little early, but they, they're making it fucking hard for themselves. We it's, are. It's Liverpool's for how good everyone else is. Like, yeah, there's so many good teams, and Liverpool just a. Well, even the teams that aren't the big dogs, the teams lurk like Newcastle, fucking Newcastle, United, United are progressing, and I think we're another one in that contention as well. Liverpool's biggest opposition this year is Liverpool, but the one good thing for Liverpool this season, not this season, just good thing for Liverpool and Gerald, they know how to drag out a thirty-eight game. So yeah, I feel like they will find a way. Teams like you know, like Newcastle and stuff are still in that transition of being able to stay consistent for that long. I think Liverpool have that in the bag, like that experience and the sense of just being able to get form back the is the biggest The only thing. issue that I worry about is if they're tired, the, World Cup, the, comes, yeah, the well, World Cup comes and they, like you boys mentioned a few weeks ago, they're going to Dubai and doing a training camp out there. Yeah, is it? It's <laughs> going to be good. fucking 45 degrees yeah, yeah. and they're going to be doing training camps. Like I guarantee, well, fully, I guarantee they have indoor training camps in Dubai. Especially if like multi-billion Maybe, but clubs. you're not flying all the way to Dubai to play indoor games, are you? Well, you're more like so you can be close to the rest of the team that's playing in the World Cup. That's the reason why we're going to Dubai. Mm. So we can still stay with the squad. Give them a break. It's a Real fucking... Break. The players. Well, I well, feel they like... basically would have a break. It's not like they're going out there and doing sprints 24-7. Mm. I feel like... Jürgen's pretty smart. Like, he, he's done his degrees and things in sports science and things like that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go... To the forty degree heat and smash them like you're saying. Yeah, I think it's more. I think it's actually more. Not, I don't, don't want to say a holiday because they're still going to be working, but yeah, I get it's what you're saying, it's but. it's a going to be a time where the players can go to the games. I think. Yeah, yeah, and be able to just to have just be able to kick back and just spend time with each other, like without the pressure of football, mm. and just bond again and refresh. And also, I think the World Cup's going to do Liverpool a lot of good, and then come into January, hopefully make a signing, and then. See what happens from there, but that's just all hypothetical. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen the itinerary for the Dubai trip, but they're going to go to the aquarium, mate. Yeah. Go <laughs> top of the Burj Khalifa, a few selfies, a couple of Pinot Grigios, mate. <laughs> Moving on. Predictions oh, for yeah, this game. Um, shock, shock. Yeah, Prediciano Ronaldo's is how you do that. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say last yeah, week. I, I, know, I sat Ronaldo. there at home and I'm like, good. Prediciano Ronaldo's for this game. <laughs> um, shock horror, none of us had a Nottingham Forest win. No. None of us even had Forest scoring a goal. Um, Scouse, you had it 4-0 to Liverpool. Jackie, you had it 3-0. Benny, you had it 2-0. And I had it 3-0. It ended 1-0 the opposite way. So it's a Moving happy, sad zero point for me there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Big ne- next up is Everton versus Crystal Palace. Oh, home. I want to admit I look like a knob trash in the way because he's having a good season. He's fucking, yeah. He's, that was I like him in midfield. He's a lot better than the winger. Second he's note on my list is... Oh, actually, sorry. I just want to touch... Second in the assist. Yeah, so I was about to Sorry, say. I just want to touch on Nottingham, Liverpool. I want to say Dean Henderson. Take a yeah. bow, lad. You're having the Yeah, that last minute. That last minute save he did as well. On, he's had a blind Fantastic. His penalty save, everything for Nottingham has been... Fantastic from this year, so credit to him. But yeah, moving on to Alex Awobi. In this game, they changed their formation up a bit. Played instead of having just a Garner Gay behind the two midfielders of Onana and Awobi, they had the two midfielders in there. So I think it was Onana and Gay perhaps sat next to each other in there. Yeah. Awobi that little bit more in front. And that man, he's just so aggressive, so explosive, so passionate, chasing the game down. Really a career-defining season for him, I think, this year, yeah. to pull himself back the way he has. Do we think this was a bit of an experience from Vieira's behalf by playing such an attacking team away from home? I think it's Vieira trying to instill a bit of mentality into them of, like, all right, boys, we're not just fucking yeah. mid-table here to take the piss. Like, we all, obviously, me, especially in this room, think they're having a good season. And not so that far above the relegation zone at this point I think Palace. they're like yeah they're like 15th or somewhere around there somewhere pretty yeah. horrendous they're five points away from it yeah so it's not yeah they're not having a blind they're, they're playing good football but yeah. they're just not getting the results and I think for him this is a game where you go alright let's take it to him mm. let's see what we can do have you told the Palace um, website just to hold the kit for now yeah look <laughs> it's, it's coming on a boat from uh, China mate it got rerouted so <laughs> Obviously, no boats getting into the country at the minute, so I was <laughs> sat there somewhere. But yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge, a huge win for Everton. For, for, Frank, for Frank, I think Frank Lampard deserves so many more plaudits than he's getting yeah. because what he's done to this Everton team is outrageous. Mm. They were gone; they were relegated when he came in. Basically, yeah, he kept them in the league. He made them very, very hard to beat. They yeah. played ugly, terrible football. They've played without a striker. They've bought players like Anthony Gordon, Alex Awobi. Cody. Co- like, Tarkovsky. bought these players in. Mikolenko looks marvellous. Mm. Bought them in, and they're doing a fantastic job. Well, even like Pickford stepped up as well. He's Jordy Pickford, season. he's been immense. Yeah. Pickford had a good game as well. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. yeah, fucking hell. And like the two centre-backs, Connor Cody and James Tarkovsky, mm. Get them on the fucking plane in December. Get them on the plane. Like, yeah. And shout out to Wolves for being fucking idiots for letting Connor Cody yeah, well, go out on loan. Like, I'm going to touch on it later on. Probably the biggest shit out of the uh, window, I think. Letting your captain go fucking Letting your captain... To like, a rival club. Too. Yeah. I think Cody does well on that England side too, eh? Well, when he's well, I think, I think for me, Cody... Like, we'll get on dressing room. Like, Cody like, needs to go to England. He's yeah. in mind. 100%. World Cup before yeah. actually... But yeah, and Anthony it. Gordon as well. <laughs> the goal he scored off that Michelangelo, was it this game? I Where Michelangelo has the shot and it dribbles through and Gordon's just following it up and taps yeah, it Yeah, I in. think so. He, he had a 50 million price tag put on him by Chelsea and you saw that kind of cause him to dip and now he's starting to come back up again. Like mm. He's playing out of position, to be fair to him. Yeah, without DCL in there. DCL also coming back in the side and bullying that Crystal Palace yeah. defence who... Have had a real tough time with big strikers this year. Haaland absolutely 
put them through a ringer. What was our um, predictions for that game? Our predictions for this game were... You had it 1-0, Scousey. Jackie had it 1-0. Benny, you had it 1-0 to Crystal Palace. And I had it 2-1 to Crystal Palace. Fucking over, Jackie. Getting some point. points on the board. You boys have uh, I was looking early I think you boys have done A bit better than us this week Ooh. This last two weeks yeah, I think so yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't looked at it um, Manchester City 3-1 against Brighton Hove Albion Just the same got this. Helen two goals De Bruyne goal Just, just typical Get in You did too Jackie And just um, We don't even need to talk about it Because Man City Just doing Man City things Like when they're winning, who actually watches Man City games? Yeah. Like, <laughs> unless they're the first game up. Nobody's staying up for it. Yeah. They just dominate teams. Just expect to wake up with three plus yeah. goals. Um, so predictions for this one. Scassi had it 3-0 City. Jackie had it bang on the nose at 3-1. Uh, Benny had it 5-0. And I had it 3-0 Manchester City. Just on City, actually, the last few games they haven't really scored like you expect. Not too, too much. No, they've been a bit... Yeah, they have a I few mean, slip-ups here and there where they just... Yeah, the, I mean, the Liverpool game, they didn't score. Copenhagen, yeah, I think, mid, during the week, week, they didn't score. Um, um, Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund. Dortmund, just recently. I think this was... Struggled against Leicester. Three, this game here was three goals. Like they, they scored three goals, but sort of before that and even after, they haven't The type scored. of football they now yeah. have to play to accommodate Haaland is a lot less of their free-flowing, overriding attack system that they were using. Obviously... Without having Sterling and Jesus's directness as well, they've yeah. got the the kind of playmaker attackers in Foden and Silva and Jack Grealish and that sort, but they're not out and out driven wingers. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and pacey. Uh, yeah, and having to accommodate for Haaland too when you're just looking for a bloke, they've kind of lost that spark of like, oh, whoever's in the box, just put mm. a ball across and someone knock it in. You're looking for a big robot with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think I said that last week on the pod when you weren't here. I said mm. that. Seen it with Dortmund when um, when Haaland got injured for Dortmund. Yeah, they just looked like they were a bit lost going forward when he was playing there, and I think we're seeing it a little bit with City as well. Like they were so unreal last season without him, but yeah. when you have a player like that and you you accommodate to play because he's so good, they just play through That's him. He forces yeah. way into that team and yeah. change the team around it. Yeah. And then but you want to play to the strengths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see that how they struggle against Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah, moving onwards, Chelsea versus Man United. It was a hot debate on the potty last week. Chelsea versus United with Jared sitting in here. Um, 94th minute equaliser. 94th minute. Casemiro, I thought, again, yeah. two weeks in a row. Just he has outstanding. been unreal. Yeah. Outstanding. So much better than fucking Scott McTominay. Is this Fuck the first Scott game? McTominay. <laughs> Fuck you for manhandling and causing us to concede the penalty, you yeah. fucking donkey. Is this the first game that McTominay or Fred haven't started? <laughs> Uh, in a while. Yeah, for a long while. Yeah, yeah. And let's not see it ever again, please. <laughs> well, with Tomenay, to be fair, it's contentious because there was one yeah. a couple games later that wasn't given. It's a penalty to me. It's it a is. Penalty. Of course, it's a penalty. <laughs> He's got his fucking arms right. Yeah, and he throws into it's the not floor. smart. He's an idiot. But um, for me, the surprising thing in this game is Fred got dropped after playing mm. probably man of the match performance against Spurs. He went back to Ericsson who's come back fit. From his injury um, And We seen that we can do What we did against Spurs With the high press And the The pinning him back And just controlling a game We seen it again Against Chelsea With Ericsson So I was I was very actually happy With this game I thought we played really well again It was, it was a quiet game 
for 85 minutes. It was a very quiet game. I thought we, yeah, it was quiet, but we, I felt like we were the better team. You know what I mean? We yeah, dominated possession. Yeah, we controlled. I felt felt we controlled the ball in their like final third a lot more than they did. Um, we like I said, we pinned them in a lot better. I think the first thirty five minutes, we absolutely ripped them apart. We, it looked like we were going to do another Spurs, and um, her, uh, Graham Graham Potter made a change and brought yeah, on Kovacic at thirty five minutes yeah. for Cucurella. Cucurella. Which was is unheard of to make a, a tactical sub at thirty five minutes. Well, why take not? some nuts. Why not this year? So yeah, first year with five subs. If and I think Cucurella was a bit. He had a knock or something. So it was well, kind of like yeah, but like, that changed that changed the game big time for him because we were we were literally yeah like we were about to score. I think it's the second time this season we saw it in the Arsenal game where, and I'll give full credit to Arteta here that I haven't given him. He's a very good manager in the tactics he wants to play and his ability to change ta- there's not a lot of managers that can change tactics mid-game yeah. and still get success I think Arteta's one I think Graham Potter yeah. is easily the biggest and best example of it I know that's a crazy thing to say but you look at the Brighton team that he had they would change formations four or five times a game yeah, and just keep it would be, seam- it would be a seamless transition the ball would go out bang things yeah. change or even on a transition He'd be from the sideline. Formation would change to accommodate the situation. And I think Ten Hag doesn't change formation, but he's very proactive yeah. in st- forcing people to do it. Or address, like against Arsenal, for example, he fucked Arsenal because yeah. Arteta tried to make subs, but by the time he'd made them, we changed our shape. Yeah. And so when his subs came on, they didn't have an impact. Yeah. And I think this game, he's a little bit slow. He got caught out by Potter doing that, I think. Yeah which would catch anyone out. It's a bizarre move, but yeah. full credit to Potter for having the bollocks to do it. You probably just want to get in at halftime and reassess that. I think, yeah, yeah that, I think that's what he did. He, he, we didn't change anything else till halftime. Um, and then I, I think there was a change. I can't remember it exactly, but there was, I don't think it was a personnel change, but it looked like a shape change. We, yeah. we changed sort of a little bit how we were playing to, to counteract the Kovacic change. And it worked well. We went back on top, but we were no, nowhere near as sort of, Dominant as we were when Kovacic wasn't on the field, but I think, um, yeah, I, th- I didn't. I, I was when they when they got the penalty. I was absolutely baffled because I thought, if anything, we we deserved to win that, not Chelsea. They did not deserve three points out of that. I thought we were way better side than them. One but thing coaches do now is they'll. I mean, everyone's they've all got their fifty assistant coaches, mm. but. Someone will um, be sitting there working out what formation the other team are playing. Yeah. Mm. So when someone's changing it four or five times a game, like yeah, that's just, impossible. Bamboozles them. It's true though. Like, have your main manager focusing on your players and team, and having the system focusing on the other team. Yeah. Oh what yeah. Doing? That's that's what you want. That's why yeah. you've got assistants there because you you're just focusing on how do I get my vision? I know how we win this game. Mm. What am I missing to make that game happen? Another, just quickly, another big turning point in this game was Varane's injury, which yeah. was absolutely terrible to see, I think. But you can see when, when like, Lindelof is a very capable replacement, but when he comes on, everyone sort of loses confidence, I think. Yeah. And we just don't play as sort of... PTSD for the last few years. <laughs> yeah. Rubbishness. What happened with um, his injury? Um, I don't he just—I think he overextended, and he's done. Yeah. I think he did his knee or his hamstring. He's, yeah, but what his legs are just notorious. He basically made of glass. cried yeah. like, 
like just he was like crying on the pitch because he because oh, yeah. the World Cup just yeah, around the corner. And I think he knew that he's fucked it. Well, he's he will go to Qatar. Well, he might not even go to Qatar, so he's out for United till yeah. the World Cup. Yeah, we don't have it. But the way he reacted, you could Before tell it was a bad one. Off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it is very serious, which is. Fucking sad because yeah. even when he comes on and plays three minutes, I still think he's our best player. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that game against Everton. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Predictionos this one. Predictiono Ronaldo's. Um, it's all over the joint this one. So Scarcy and Jackie had it two one to Chelsea. Benny, you had it two one to Manchester United, and I had it one nil to Manchester United. None of us on the money, unfortunately. In the middle. Up we go to Londonino. Up we go, wherever we are. We stay in London, sorry. Um, We're all saying Phillip, last week, not Brentford? all, but... Oh, it is Brentford. Yeah. I don't know what Villa I've done with the Brentford. list. Villa no. Brentford, there we go. 4-0, Stinky Steve's return to being unemployed <laughs> has resulted in Aston Villa saying, yeah, fuck you, Steve. Yeah, everyone was we saying last football. week how much of a ghost Ings is and he comes and bangs a double. Yeah, man. They I think this says more good. about the Villa players than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's obvious... Now, like hindsight's a beautiful thing, that the players were not playing for him. Mm. Evident in this game because they go out and win 4 0. I think it is a bit of that. I think there definitely needs to be questions asked of that dressing room and their mentality. But I think also, and you're going to hate me this because this is a dig at Steve, but it's not, I don't, I don't mean it <laughs> well, to don't be. Don't you dare it's say gen- that. <laughs> it's a general Get observation. Out. <laughs> a general observation. His tactics were very stubborn. They were very one-dimensional. Mm. And he's a grumpy bastard. So if you've got, you're not getting results and you're being forced to play this type of football and week and week again, you're seeing shit go wrong or it just not quite clicking. And you've got this grumpy bloke who's just, you know... Stinky. He, he is inspiring <laughs> because you can't say he's not inspiring. Yeah. What, you know, you look at the Liverpool teams and what he did. There's obviously, he obviously clicks with some people, but... I don't think he was the inspiring force. And I think now that he's gone and Villa changed their shape this game completely, they changed the way they yeah. play completely. They were much more higher up the field, a lot less knocking it long and trying to build on it. Instead, playing that tiki tackle ball, which really favours players like Buendia and Bailey. Yeah, he just needs Danny more Ings. experience as a manager because he is very, I wouldn't say grumpy, but he's just super passionate. No, it makes I'm, him like super... I'm like, saying the way he presents himself, though, he's very oh, yeah. flat-faced, monotone, like, like he's serious Yeah like that's All the like, time I right. remember hearing about players Who would sign for the club and Like the first training session Steve would like Double foot him in the ankle And shit Yeah Like <laughs> sprinting at people And snapping them in training Like that's just well, how as serious a coach it takes Or it. when he was playing Oh both mate <laughs> I, like, I heard but as no. a coach That he goes through And puts big tackles on players In training yeah. And if they're not training well enough He'll go and sub himself <laughs> in And just fucking do them But I think he needs Fuck. a lot more That's gold <laughs> yeah. I'll get to that the 13th Yeah <laughs> I go? <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got shin pads on this week, boys. You were shit on the weekend. Uh, no shin pads shit. needed this week. We're doing um, running drills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also find it funny that as soon as Stevie got the bin, you two boys were like, now nah, Villa is shit anyway. So we're just going to start not back in Villa. Like, okay. I think um, um, I, d- I do agree to an extent yeah, what you said with, with Steve, but I do agree with Jack. I think. A lot of it is the players, and like we yeah. see, you see it so often. With as soon as a manager goes, oh, massive the shackles come off. Yeah. Like mm. we've seen it for fucking 
six months when Ollie got the job, mm. you know, he just come in and just said, oh, yeah, well, you, you guys know how to play. Go on, yeah. boys. After, after a stint under Go Mourinho. On, I won't so tell the police. Contained, you crack on. Yeah, contained football. Like, and so, and Ger- I think Gerard is like that. He's very sort of tactical driven. He's so con- very, like, like you said, stubborn in his tactics and contained. When someone comes in and just like, okay, go out there and have fun. And then you got you got ability on the t- on the team like yeah. there's a lot of good players. That's what happens. What I'll say about um, that whole situation is the manager makes the decisions, so yeah. it has to stop with him. But yeah, I've heard as well that like his some of the staff were causing troubles. Um, but again, that's got to go back to him because he chose them. Yeah, so, so he lost a lot of staffing. I think because he had Mick Bill was his right hand man. Was he? No, it was Gary, it? Ma- Gary McAllister. Oh, okay. His uh, what's the word predecessor or Dean Smith? No, Dean Smith. no. What's the word after him? I don't know if there's successor? a fancy word. Successor, yeah. maybe. Uh, Unai Emery come in. Yes, mm. that's fucking huge. Yeah. Why, did, yeah. why didn't you just say the new manager coming in? To, uh, why did you just try and say I, predecessor? I, was, I had it. I had it in my head. I know. Yeah. Yeah. His successor, Unai Emery, is yeah. Matt. That's good evening. What a sign. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I was, <laughs> was not expecting that at all. No. No. Four yeah. Europa leagues. Most recently, twenty twenty one. I can't believe he's come. Yeah. He was still at. Where, where was he? Villarreal. Real. Villarreal. He was he was blossoming under him. Yeah, they pumped us in the Europa League final. You know, to get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, crack on. Just <laughs> realised we clocked an hour. We've got a lot of football to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so. a lot of football. So, predictions for this quiz one. this week. <laughs> um, Skas, you had it 1-0. Uh, Jack, you had it 3-2 to Aston Villa. And you had it 3-1 to Brentford, and I had it 3-1 to Aston Villa. I think yeah. I actually said on this game, I think Villa will we'll bounce, back, bounce back. Yeah, But I didn't think 4-0. Not in that. I mean, honestly, and Danny Ings as well. Uh, shout out to Danny Ings. This is the game where he came out with the headphones on because the young, yes. Yes. The young lad came out with him, had that. a bit of sensory issues going on. So shout out. Footballers don't get enough credit when they do things right and yeah. doing shit like that. Like it's good a old Defoe and Brad... Yeah, Bradley, Bradley, Larry. Bradley, yeah, Bradley, yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out, footballers. When you do the right thing, you multi-millionaire bastards. Um, <laughs> Leeds versus Fulham now. Big Mitro getting to that ten. Mitro, well, he's, he's only on nine. No, it yeah. hasn't <laughs> happened yet. But another three-two win for Fulham. Um, I think Williams made the change this Fulham's team, especially. Obviously, we're not going to talk about it, but the week after as well. Like, I think he's made a big change. Yeah. Well, Jesse Marsh kind of has to make changes because after this game, he is now the next manager in line yeah, to, get, to get the bin, For which sure. I think is harsh on him. I think he's had a lot of... Obviously, this Leeds team mm. isn't quite where he's doing it, but it's been a... F- Funny old one for Leeds because they're playing good foot again. They're one of those teams like Palace. They play good football. They just can't Not get quite the result. get results, and that's because they're playing in the Premier League, yeah. where you've got to be good. Um, and massive shout out to Marco Silva and this Fulham team. For yeah, their, fucking hell. They're very upsy downsy, but they're sitting seventh. Yeah, they're doing well. When they're on, they're on, mate. William came in. Yeah, I'd slate him when he came in. He's freedom in this you were, team you were like what the fuck is this signing yeah yeah <laughs> but the freedom he's allowed in this team to yeah. be as creative as he is like with Pereira just feeding balls in beyond yeah. like he's had an absolute monster harry wilson rejuvenation of his career too back again harry wilson i think he's yeah. coming back off yeah. a long-term oh injury God. that's a good attack behind having the striker like mitra having mm. wilson pierre and william mm. even their options off the bench like carlos vinicius is no slouch Dick Reed as well at right back has been putting in performances what as well. 
Uh, did he score this game? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, from right back. Then you got like Duffy and Diop on the bench too. Can mm. he? Just more of a defensive options. Up the Bristol City, mate. Bobby, Bobby Deckard over Reid. But yeah, mm. like... Leno and goals. It's this is the... Um, when Fulham came up two seasons ago and spent like fucking so much 100 money. million and This is what signed. they needed to do yeah. instead. And they've done it well now. Who did they have as a manager? Was Scott it Scott Parker? Parker? Mm. I think so, yeah. yeah. Tough go for Scott Parker. He doesn't like playing in the Prem. But yeah, <laughs> shout out to, to Fulham, honestly, doing yeah. the damn thing. I don't know where they're going to finish this year. I think they're still too upsy-topsy to... I think a mid-table finish is not out of the question for them. Considering like I think we 12th? had dead bottom. We yeah. say it every week. They yeah. were I think we had them 19th. Yeah, between the two, but... Mm. Bournemouth had, was the only one. We had Forest flying, and they're the one, you know, sinking down the bottom and just picking out the big fish when they can have them. It was just too easy for us to see all those signings and be like, they're going to be good, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Right, and then they just so kept coming and coming and coming and coming. Yeah. Predictions for Predictions this one? Predictions for this one. Scassi had it 1-0 Fulham. Jackie had it 2-0 Leeds. Benny had it 1-0 and I had it 2-1 Leeds. Scassi had the point there. So no, I would say the upset of the round this one, yeah. Southampton and Arsenal, Yeah. a one-all draw... Down at St. Mary's. <laughs> I said that with conviction, though. You did. I was like yeah. Stevie in the dressing room. Yeah. Was. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck no. It started early. Granite Jack is scoring the 11th minute. But then Southampton, again, Hassan Hill, he's an underrated man. He's not good all the time, but when he's good, <laughs> my Lord, is he good. He made a tactical change in this one, mm. and Arsenal couldn't break it. Another weird game where Arsenal just can't seem to, to get those goals. Obviously, they still got a point. Well, yeah, this is still the first top of the table. Really. We've seen yeah. we've seen a chink in fucking Arsenal's armor, really, haven't we? Well, we've, we've seen them be held for the full ninety instead of like yeah. usually they sneak through eventually. But I don't, yeah, and, and this led on to um, which we didn't talk about their first loss in Euro- Europe as well when mm. they lost to PSV. Yeah, and after this, it's like this is the bounce back. Cal was talking about mm. this like is a couple of games dip. This is it. They, well, they they had a uh, when when they lost to United, we all thought maybe that would maybe be. Maybe would start. But but they were still doing well in other comps. Whereas now they've had this hiccup. I think they've they'll had be the a hiccup because like yeah, losing to United, you can't be like oh it was United. Yeah. But now it's like Southampton and PSV. It's a mm. bit of a different mentality. They're probably I, I, lucky as well that City game got postponed then. Didn't yeah, they? <laughs> honestly, yeah. Mm. Maybe that uh, that could have been a part of it. Maybe they were overworked leading into that game, or I don't. I mean, I we'll see. I think I think they'll bounce back. Personally, I think that it's not really going to derail them too much. No. I think a point against Southampton's not the end of the world. I think you know, South, like you said, Hassan Hutu on his day can be unreal, and Southampton on their day can be very hard team to beat. So a point there is not too bad. Like we we spoke earlier about the, the PSV game, and they have a very changed Europa League team. Yeah, like, as they generally do, and they've already part gone through in the comp. So. Dropping points in Europe, Europe is not a big deal for them, so I think I think w- the big test will be this weekend. I think they've still yet to play. Yeah, play they're going to play Nottingham tonight, which will be a piece of piss. Giant killer, not result. Them, mate. So no, they just don't you know. once, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so predictions for this one: Scott had it two 0 Arsenal, Jack had it three one Arsenal, Benny had it two 0 Arsenal, and I had it four 0 Arsenal. All of us in the mud. This one here. Bounce back for Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Leicester City. Another game of Wolves struggling from open play. Wolves, to score from open play. Wolves, they 
I do not understand Wolves at all. They no, suck. No. This is I was game thinking Yuri Tillman scored that screamer in there. Yeah, that was yeah. a cracker. Yeah. yeah, that was a thing. Is too like you look at their team. It's like the team's good. This like is on paper. They really need a manager. This is the game where Vardy yeah, sculled a red taste. ball and come on. Yeah. My guy Vardy scored. too. That was so fucking <laughs> And then howls at yeah, the crowd the, and then after gives the them game. the stinky, mate. You got yeah. love to see it. Vardy's on fire. <laughs> Your defence is terrifying. Yeah, wolves, man. Wolves, I think, are in genuine trouble. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Aston Villa sacked Stevie G and within three days had signed it. a four-time yeah. European Cup winning manager. That's huge. It's been... Four weeks yeah. for Wolves without a manager. They've had the QPR manager, McBeal, reject them. They've had Poch say no. They've had, I think, four or five other managers say, no thanks, we're not interested. Well, it's tough for Wolves because they've got such a Portuguese-driven club. Yeah. That, you know, I I can't imagine managers of a different na- nation like would want to m- manage, I guess. But the talent they've got, the, the foundation yeah. they've got, like, but it's all like it's all Portuguese. That the only way for me is if they get a Portuguese manager. That's the only way. And who who was who's the options? I don't know. I you know think, what I mean? I think just the decline since Nuno. I think no. I don't mm. even think it's a decline since Nuno. I think Nuno had them playing so out mm. of their skin. It's very mm. very hard to replicate that. Definitely. When it's not your team to mm. replicate with. And this is a good. Um, sign to see Leicester getting mm. points on the board and slowly looking like their old ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, Leicester have had a couple of big results the last few weeks. Um, I think in particular, Tielemans scoring, Harvey Barnes is looking marvellous again. Madison, I wouldn't say he's looking any worse. He's just not the only player in that team that's actually playing decent football yeah. now. Like, mm. he, uh, yeah. Mad- Madison for me is easily Leicester's. Shining light. Yeah, but yeah. like he's not been in the spotlight the same way he was three weeks ago. Scoring yeah. goals because I feel like everyone else has sort of realised that they can up. show up on game day as well. I think they're also realising if they don't, they're going to lose him in January. Yeah. I think they'll lose him anyway. The Saudis are coming and they're coming with money. And if he has a big World Cup, because if Southgate doesn't pick him, Southgate. Yeah, I don't think he donkey. does. Eh? That's the, the biggest shock for me in this game was more Wolves, like being at home losing four 0 They've been a team this year that. Don't really concede too many goals, no. especially at home. Especially at home, I think they've just conceded four goals. goals no, they don't score either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a thing of desperation of them trying to get goals, which may lead to more leaks. They just in the lines. They just don't create though. That's the thing. Like yeah. they're a they shit really team to watch. They, they are really such a shit team to watch. Too many chances, no. and when you don't create them, it's you can't yeah. let them go. <laughs> But yeah, predictions for this one. Scouse, you had it 1-0 Wolves. Jackie, you had it 2-1 Wolves. Benny, you had it 1-0 Leicester. And I had it as a one-all draw. Am I the only one that got that? Yeah. And then... I think we're all thinking that Wolves at home are tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leicester have just been shit this season. Yeah, as well. I've stopped backing them because they would rubbish and they pull that out. Next is a big result. There we go. Well, uh, West Ham United versus Bournemouth at the London Stadium. What? I thought, no, yeah, the other one's a big result, but yeah. Tottenham, okay. Newcastle, I thought we would. Oh, is it? Uh, well, yeah, sorry. Oh, it is Tottenham, way, Newcastle. It's just my list got messed up. Tottenham versus Newcastle. Newcastle on fire. Almiron. Oh, Miggy, 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 mm. Miggy. He's looking at Jack Grealish like, fuck you. Yeah, do something. Do you reckon he sent him a voice message by now? Has to be. Surely. Has to have done. I would have. If I was Almiron, I would have sent American him. accent. Hey, Jack, yeah. you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I think I feel like a bit more high pitched with his big smile. He's got yeah, true. I think Tottenham. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of things anti Conte, and I can understand why because you bring in Antonio Conte to win you trophies, and the sacrifice for that is the football is shit. Yeah, yeah. You play horrible defensive football, which we said we said this exact thing start the season. It's why I was happy we didn't have him at United. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of unrest now that it's not happening. Yeah, they're not really getting the results they were at the start. They're playing the same. They're playing just as shit as they were at the start of the they season. They just don't control just, games. Yeah, they... Like, a Conte team dictates on the, the play. It plays around the back for 70 minutes, but there's them doing it and yeah. you chasing the game and them grinding you down and then you scoring the goals. At the same time, though, the three points off first. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I, don't, I think Conte actually it's, that's a ridiculous. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very harsh, very very harsh. But this is what four or five games now where they've been very mm. hot, well, cold, yeah. and it's against all the big dogs that you need to be picking points up against. Mm. Like, and I Chelsea. think in in, in um, Europe as well, they haven't been performing as well as no, they have to Did we even touch game. on Tottenham versus Sporting? Yeah, did we? Yeah, yeah. yeah like the Edwards goal, the bloody um, offside from Harry Kane. That took three minutes to yeah. decide. And Conte went mental about he it. He did. Yeah. He got sent off, in he? It is offside, but <laughs> not much yeah. to talk about. It's just yeah, fucking... If the camera says it, it's offside. Yeah. I think the camera angle was what made it dubious. Yeah. I think that? a dubious call was in this game, the Callum Wilson goal, yeah. where Lloris comes out of his box yeah. and Callum Wilson doesn't do a whole lot wrong, but Lloris runs into him. Lloris gets there first, clears it, and sort of... Gets clattered by Wilson. I mentioned it a few weeks ago that it might be time for Larice to go. I think that for me is a Larice mistake because he comes yeah. out and instead of just twatting it, he, he sees Wilson yeah. there and he mm. thinks, "Oh, let me touch it with my knee." Yeah, he's playing for that free kick. He realizes, "Oh, I've come too far here. I'm yeah. in trouble. Like I've got to get something." And I think that's why the ref let it go. Yeah, it's I agree. also a hell of a finish from Callum Wilson. Yeah, Left one forward. hell of a finish he's from Callum fire. Wilson. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Someone. Overnight, said um, out of out of the teams like City, Arsenal, whoever else is at top, Newcastle look like the Premier League leaders. Yeah, they conceded the least goals, I think. Be- best defensive record. Yeah, scoring goals for fun. Yeah. They are. They are. Mm. And mate, Eddie Howe. That's all down to Eddie Howe. Like, yeah, they got the money, whatever, but they bought in yeah. the right man for the job in they Eddie bo- Howe. The recruitment's insane too. Like the players they've brought in, they've done super well. Yeah, only bad mm. signing they made is Chris Wood. Really, like for the money they paid for him, and yeah. that's but that money sent Burnley down to I the championship. Say, yeah, yeah. So they literally, the Saudis were like, "All right, we're not getting relegated this year. How can we do that? We'll just take the best player from the team that's closest to us." Super yeah. interesting to see the that's signings, shit else, their it? progression over the years. I think their signings, like if they get Madison in January, mm. there's a they will be top four. Yeah, I think. I think that that's a safe bet for me if they get Madison an extra bit of creativity, but then who matters. I think I I was watching something earlier today um, where they were talking about Newcastle signings and what would be best for them, and um, their discussion was matters might disrupt the balance in that midfield because if you look at Jolinton, he's an eight. Yeah, Bruno Gamarish is does play once plays wherever. Play yeah, but at the moment he's playing probably a little bit deeper. But Bruno Gamerich, like, if, if you bring in Madison, he has to sit. Yeah. And I think you'll lose the best out of well, him if he it's has to. that or you play him in that wider area and you're not going to drop Almiron. So do you drop, I mean, I don't, play him instead of Jacob Murphy, I suppose. Yeah, I don't knows. know. But to me, 
Yeah. It's it's a tough one. Bringing in Matters could very well disrupt it. I think I think if they bring in Madison, they have to sh- sort of court him into playing that Willock role of more yeah. of an eight and less yeah. less of a ten. You can't do that. Yeah, or even straight swap from. He Murphy. has done that. Yeah, but when St. Maximin's fit, they, he's going to want yeah. to play St. Maximin. So. But then that's more drive for St. Maximin. It's more drive for Almiron to keep him at that top yeah. level. It's a good... Yeah, I think it's, it's a also, good sign. It's a progressive step, isn't it? You yeah. absolutely need um, quality players on the bench if yeah. you're yeah. going to be that's, that's challenging for the league. That's weak point at the minute is yeah. they make a substitution. You go, who? Yeah, oh. your bench has yeah. to be like stars as yeah. well yeah. to be able to compete. Yeah. But yeah. I, th- I, think they should, I think they should spend big on a winger. I oh, think yeah. instead of oh, yeah. instead of sort of like do both to pushing matters there. Well, yeah. there's, well that there's one in that PSV team who everyone has their eyes on now. He plays striker, doesn't he? Young Cody, Cody Gakpo. Gakpo. He can play anywhere across yeah. that. And we almost He's had coming him United, mate. Mil. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll take him. I wanted him over Anthony. I said it on this pod. I sat in this very room and yeah. I said, I want Cody Gakpo over Anthony. I remember. Look at the game. Imagine Newcastle get top four. They could just go for anyone. Yeah, because they oh, have yeah. that Champions League draw. You well, know what happens? Mbappe, Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> yeah. That would be mental. The, the two on the on the um, video I watched, the two that was t- talked about were Mudrik from Shakhtar, uh, yeah. who yeah. is dubbed to be 120 million pound, and Manchester City want him apparently. Dumb, dumb money. But he, to be fair, he looks like he's going to be it's enough money to end the war in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and uh, the other one was Karatelia from Napoli. There's no way he's playing. Yeah, he's in I think. Is that the winger? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's what I was looking for. Unbelievable. Seven goals and 11 assists this season. Yeah. Well, Cody Gakpo has 22 goal contributions in all comps. Mm. Same Mm. as Erling Haaland. I don't know. It's different. I think it's different kettle fish doing it in Serie A and Champions League than it is doing it in Oh yeah of course but I'm just Eric Vizian if we're comparing numbers I'm just saying there's numbers there but I think he'll go for for a big fee too yeah of course from Napoli of course he will but yeah Tottenham Tottenham in the mud Newcastle on the on the fly yeah Klopp's funny um, talking about the transfers before one thing that Klopp does sort of um, if he wants to put his two cents in like we got Nunes Straight after we played them, we got uh, Minamino. Straight after we played them, um, after n- after playing Napoli, like he was, he was yeah, like talking about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try and say his name. What's that again? Uh, I think it's Cal had a better pronunciation. Like in the press conferences and things like that, Klopp's like, "Fuck yeah, this guy is good." <laughs> the Georgian Messi man. Yeah, yeah. What, and they signed. I think they signed him last window for like five mil or something. Yeah, cheap as. But yeah, predictions for this one. Scousy, you had it 2 all. Benny, you had it 2-1 Tottenham. And then the geniuses that are Jack and myself both bang this in an exact 2-1 oh, well in the form of the mighty Geordies. <laughs> Cheers, Cal. No worries, mate. It's just what I do. Um, and last last but not least, as we come up on an hour 20 and we're only into the first game week we've got to talk about, uh, West Ham hosted Bournemouth. Pretty standard 2-0. Yeah. Touch Tom. on it. 2-0, oh, good on them. West yeah. Ham getting back to what they can do. Yeah. Like, I think we said it multiple times on this podcast. They started very average, yeah. very shaky, but yeah, I'm going to say it again. I, I really like their midfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest turning point. I think Declan Rice has decided to put his boots on. He's gone, well, 
I can't just rest on the laurels that somebody's going to come and get me at the end of the season. Mm. Yeah. i got to make sure that people remember I'm Declan fucking Rice. Yeah. yeah fucking like, in this game, he was huge, dropping in between the lines, forward and backwards to make those plays. Ben Rama, I like Ben Rama. He's on the score sheet as well. Yeah. I ran him a lot. You do, you do like a bit of Ben Rama. Yeah, you I always mention him. A bit of Benny and also um, Kitty Zuma. I mean, Kurt Zuma. He's good too. But yeah, no. Not much to say about Not much. It's just enough. I think someone got an exact for this. I think two people two. got an exact. So, Jackie, you got it 2 1 to West Ham United. Benny, you got it two 3 one. 1 to West Ham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me finish. <laughs> Let, it it. Uh, Let it do his segues. Let it do his segues. Booing it. <laughs> Why you're always booing it? <laughs> Benny, you got it 3 1 to West Ham United. And the two big brains in myself and Scouse got it bang on at 2 0. Well done. Up the boys. Let's go, Jackie. <laughs> Right, Cal, lovely. If only you didn't interrupt me when I was saying. Sure, it, I was thinking, should really we um, break it up? We and will break it yeah, up. Yeah, because it's been off fucking. We've got on. We've had a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we starting with England? Or are we starting with the XIs? Let's, let's start. We've we've mentioned the Prem. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, we've mentioned the Prem. Let's go straight on the England team. So, us boys this week, obviously, we're a very Prem heavy uh, football podcast here. We've all done a little list up. So, so by the time this comes out next week, um, we'll be just under a week away from the squads being officially announced. We've all done our 26-man England squads. I've actually put it in a formation as well. So have I. Oh, have you? No, I haven't. I've just I named haven't. I've just done positions. a 26-man squad and I'll make me decisions on game days as to who Should plays Should we just go through like <laughs> keepers, all name keepers, yeah. name defenders, name yeah. defenders? Yeah. So... Here we go. So your first choice too, I reckon. Your first yeah. choice keeper. I think, I think there's only there. one first choice for me, and that yeah. is Jordan Pickford. Yeah, it's got to be I Pickford. Think. Oh, I went Ramsdale. I've, I've gone Rambo, yeah. He doesn't yeah, even make my three. I think you're, you guys are pretty biased against Pickford. Oh, you yeah. can't what? deny Rams, Ramsdale's had a good season. Yeah, but Pickford's so Pickford. been unreal for I think England. Yeah. Pickford is the England number one, and yeah. he's also been fantastic for Everton this year. I don't think you... Ramsdale's yeah. definitely not done enough to take that shirt for me, and also he's not on my three goalkeepers to go. Also, Ramsdale's game for England was pretty poor, his debut, yeah. from memory. Yeah. Whereas Pickford has shown up every single, pretty much, tournament. Pickford been saved in. Jorginho's pen in a European yeah. shootout. Mate. Pickford will start in the World Cup. Yeah, 100%. Rambo, Rambo was my number two. I do which, like Ramsdale. Which I think maybe Cal got... Pope number two. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's my, three, my number two is Nick Pope. And then for tactical reasons, because he's had he's unreal on penalties. So you haven't even picked Rambo. Dean Henderson is my Your third choice nuts. goalkeeper. Because and this is because I'm thinking, I'm not just statistics, I'm thinking of a cup competition. Dean Henderson this season against penalties has yeah. been unreal. It's fair. If we're in that penalty shootout, I'm bringing on Dean Henderson. As good as Pickford has been for us, I'm bringing on Dean Henderson. Well, Pickford can't reach the corners with his little arms. Oh, so. yeah. Turn <laughs> yeah. Right. What was that bias towards Sorry, Dean Henderson? Well, On, uh, um, yes, there is bias, but also he's unreal this season. Yeah, he's got the most penalty. So, who's yeah, so is Rambo. Yeah. Rambo's good. Yeah. Not as good again. Um, mate, I would this take is penalties. I'm tactical. Same. So I went Pickford, Ramsdale, Henderson. Oh, really? I've yeah. had, I got Rambo, Pickford, Pope. That's what I've got. I took Henderson. Just oh, balanced. Balanced. Yeah. That's, I think I think either of those lists will work to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. How about so I think that they're, they're the four names, you know. Yeah. I don't Should think there's anybody else. Centre backs. Centre backs, yeah. yeah. Well my defenders I've just got them all lumped in together. But oh. I guess right, we can got, do that, I suppose. Yeah. I, my defenders I've got James Tarkowski, Connor Cody. Who's wait, are they starting? 
Are you doing this? I'm just, mate, I'm just, just listening. Oh, just okay. Nate, I don't have me starting line I just got Ooh, I'm I know, changing right. game to game, mate. Relax. Sometimes we'll need mean, big boys, sometimes we'll need less. Yeah. Most one, you are. <laughs> but yeah, I've gone Tarkowski, Dan Byrne, Connor Cody, Fikayo Tomori, and Ben White. As centre backs. Yeah, Ben White can play. Oh, on, I just say where you're right back as well. Yeah. Alright, well I've I've gone. So you haven't taken John Stones? No. Mate, I told you I'm I said in the group chat, I'm picking mostly on form. And for me, yeah, well, John Stones is, is up there, but... John Stones and Tamori start for me. And then I've got Cody, Maguire and Gomez, who I'm regretting after this. Joe jo Gomez was almost on my list. I Gomez admit. is good. Because of his list. utility as well. His ability to go right back yeah. or centre back. But I also have Ben White. He is See, a right back option. I feel like the difference in this one is I'm picking because I want to win the World Cup, whereas you boys are just picking the best England players. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make much sense. Well, I actually don't opinion. really. But like, we talk about the Premier League, so we're doing England. But I actually don't care if England win or lose. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like I'm picking as in in my head, I'm thinking, well, if someone gets injured, Ben White well, so right <laughs> back. So me so I, I think I've, I've picked similar to that. But yeah, I, I'm, the way I've sort of thought about it is Stones and Cody are sort of sort of can can play that role at left centre back or right centre back, whichever one they want. And then I've got I've gone for Tamori and Gomez to inject a bit of pace next to him. But Walker can play that yeah, as well. Walker's in my list as well. But um and Ben White. But yeah, I've gone Tamori. That's why I put Gomez in because he's quick. Probably the next quickest England centre back. Mm. So I put him in. But and then I had twenty five players at the end of it, so I put Maguire in because well, my, my three starters are Walker, right centre back, Stones, centre back, and Tamori, left centre back. Are you going back five, are you? Yeah. That's what they that's play what usually. Play. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah. I've gone Gomez, Tamori, Stones, Walker, and I couldn't choose between Cody or Ben White. So it'd be like hit and miss with both of them. But yeah. My, my well, next one's just quite similar. Yeah, pretty similar except we'll for move on real quick. Is um my neck like bench, I guess. Is Gomez, Maguire, Dyer, Connor Cody. Dyer, see that's I looked at Dyer, I was like, Dyer yeah, is no, no way it's gonna take, but it's just well, fucking I feel like that's just nowhere. a that's that's a probably like a pick. Pickford, yeah. Who's Pickford a, pick as yeah. well. Yeah, that's a Gareth Sackett yeah, sucking Gareth. him off. Pickford's good though. Dyer's not that Dyer's good. good. Dyer is He's literally right. Dyer. Well, I don't like him at all. I don't rate him. I think Maguire's better than him. He's done one good thing in an England shirt, which is that penalty against Colombia. I was going to say when he fucked Ramos in the arse. Just in a slide tackle for no reason. That too. (laughs) (laughs) But that penalty for me, I was crying because of that penalty. Should we push the left back then? Well, I'll do wing backs. Full backs. backs, Yeah, just go full backs because I don't have them in positions, mate. How many have we picked? I've got five. I've got four. Well, I've got uh, one, two, three. Well, I've got Ben, White, ben White can play there, but yeah. the other three I've got uh, Kyle Walker, Kieran Trippier, and Ben Chilwell. Mine are. It's not James. He's injured. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is he? Yeah, I didn't pick yeah. Rich James. That's oh. why he was he was the I first player that. I put in my defenders, yeah. but I changed him for Ben White. I knew you weren't picking Trent. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I'm picking on form. There's, yeah. there's, there's no. But he shouldn't be there. near the squad as well. No. Mine, um, <laughs> mine is Kyle Walker at right back, Luke Shaw at left back. Which may be a little bit of bias, but he's come back That's into the team. Well, he's come back if into you're the picking team. Luke Shaw over Trent. Like I know they played opposite side. Yeah. Well, even Luke but Shaw over Chilwell's crazy. Well, well I don't know because I think 
Luke Chilwell has been sort of he's been okay this season, but I think Shaw's come back in for Malasia into the United squad, and since he's come back in, he's been unreal. Every game he's played, he's been very good. There's a few games still to go, a fair few weeks till the World Cup. I think he'll play really well leading up to it. But the so thing you were saying before about Luke Shaw is that he can't stay consistent. Like, he just drops off and goes trash. Yeah, but when he has these spells of yeah. where he is good... We look at the Euros you, last you've gotta year. You've got to pick He's, him. He scored our goal in that yeah. Euro final. Like, he was he was brilliant in that tournament too, so... Plus, who else is... who? What other left-back options are there? You have to... Sure. In my opinion, you have to have two. And I, I've got actually Trippier listed as a left-back yeah. option. You can play yeah. him. So Trippier, that's why you mm. take him, because you can put him anywhere. And yeah. he's England's best right-back, so... So I've got Trippier, Chilwell, and Ben White as my backup fullbacks. Yeah, Ben White, for me, can go there as well. So. Yeah. My I've got... Oh, oh, you you my fullbacks, I'm not including Walker, because I want to put him centre-back, is Chilwell, Trippier, and Trent on my three choices. Three? That seems so low. Oh, because you got Walker. Well, I've got Walker, yeah. and then you've got Gomez who can play out there too, yeah. and yeah. Ben White who can play out. But your coverage. Well, and Ben, for me, yeah. can play left-back, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I've got Trent and Trippier as my two f- wingbacks. And then Chilwell, and I had Reese James, but I can put Ben White there instead. Mm. I'm keen to hear our um, midfield shouts. Same. Well, let me take it away. There's one name that gets on that team sheet, first and foremost. Hey, Jude. <laughs> Decker Rice for me. Yeah. Jude, Jude and Rice obviously start. Mm. Um, yeah. I think so they were me, the first two names I put yeah. on this team. So who, what Rice and are you June. playing? Is everyone playing a midfield? Three? I don't have a formation. Yeah, I've just got just names. Picked. Okay, I'm playing what they what England play, which is a five-two-three. Five, okay, but yeah, my midfielders: so Jude Bellingham, Declan Rice, Mason Mount, James Madison, Connor Gallagher, and James Ward-Prowse. That's almost exactly mine, but instead of Ward-Prowse, I went Henderson. Yeah, then again, Ward Press is there because when you need to slow a game down or when you have a set piece that in a World Cup final, you want James Ward Press on that ball. My thoughts is dressing room. Henderson's going to be a massive, massive figure in that England dressing room. Yeah. You can't really leave him out for a big World Cup. But I've got, I went midfield three and I have Rice sitting with Matters and Bellingham starting, but like as, as eight, yeah. I guess. Mm. With Madison, because Rice is sitting, I think Madison would have a little bit more freedom. But I was very close to starting Mount, I think. Those yeah. two are just... For me, it's Matters or Mount, either or. Yeah. You can play, like, I would put Madison almost in the forwards category as being able to play him out yeah. wide off Kane as well. I actually don't think Rice can play in a one. No, he's got to be a double pivot. Yeah. yeah. I'll disagree. Because I think he can do it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely can do it, but yeah. he's not because he's evolved so much as a footballer. He's much more attackingly based than he was yeah. even at yeah. World Cup. You lose a lot of his strengths if you're just telling him you're sitting there, yeah. don't move. But it's you've got because his his drive with the yeah, ball, his is ability yeah. to drive and cut the lines. Is but you've got real. Bellingham there as well, who can sit in and help. <clears throat> Again, a bit wasted. Yeah, you're right. wasting his talent. I think. Okay. Um, so I've got Rice and Drew playing together as two. Yep. Um, I'm thinking, like, obviously Jude's the more attacking one, so he'll probably do that more. But if Rice does go, he can sit in, like what you're saying. Yeah. And vice, like, yeah, obviously vice versa. You got Scacy G? Yeah, I'm just going to, I don't have a formation. I'm just going to go, like, a list yeah, of players. Yeah, same as what I've got. Um, James Milton, no, I'm doing um, <laughs> Bellingham, <laughs> Declan Rice, Jordan Hendo, Connor Gallagher. Phil Foden, Madison, 
Uh, Ward Prowse and Mount. Like it. Like <coughs> Sorry, I've got Hendo and Mount as my two backup midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. All right, forward line then. My forwards, I've got Harry Kane, obviously. I've got him. Marcus Rashford, Phil Foden, Bakayo Saka, Ivan Tony, Raheem Sterling, Tammy Abraham and Jack Grealish. Tammy lad. Exactly the same as mine, but no Tammy Abraham. I went for three. I went for a front three and I went Kane, Foden and Saka to start. And then I went one replacement for the wingers. So I've got Grealish on the left to replace Foden. I've got Sterling on the right to replace Saka. And then I've got three strikers. But I put Rashford up there who can play and should play really off the left. But I've gone Kane, Tony and Rashford because I think... Tammy, Tammy's harsh to miss him out, but I think I would take Tony over Tammy. Oh. I think I think Kane, Tammy, and Tony are all very similar strikers. Ivan Tony, you take purely for the fat. Again, if there's a penalty penalties. shootout, he does not miss. I was very close to taking Callum Wilson. Yeah, yeah Callum Wilson. A, it was, yeah. I literally flipped the coin. It was Tammy Abraham or, Cam, or Callum Wilson. The only reason I wouldn't take Callum Wilson is for the injury risk. But then I would I would argue though, you as something different, bring Callum Wilson. Because I, I do think mm. Tammy Abraham, Ivan Tony, Harry Kane are all very similar. Wilson's in my team. Mm. I mean, it's literally a flip yeah. point. And again, it's purely, if you're in the 89th minute, you throw yeah. on a Tammy Abraham to lump balls up to him and yeah, yeah. win knock-ons. Yeah. And cheese it out that way. For me, I just realised one of these players, I should have put in midfield, not attack. Um, but that was Harvey Elliott. So back in midfield, but I would Maybe. bring him. He was a shout for me. He was very close to being on that midfield list. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, Raheem Sterling, Kane, Wilson, Tony, Rashford and Saka. Yeah. So I'm leaving Grealish out on my World Cup. That's probably my yeah. big rage shout. Grealish, for me, is purely there because you sub him on and he wins you a foul yeah. and slows the game down. It's very tactical, subs- like a sub you make. And because he yeah. can. Every now and then he has that little spark where he just pulls He's very apart. good for England too, Grealish. He mm. does, he, he's, he's I, I, I think he's a bit overhyped how good he is for England, personally. Yeah. I think it's because he's our bright spark, because he's so different, because he yeah. carries the ball and he drives, and everyone goes, oh, I'd have a bit of that. <laughs> yeah. That's most of it. Yeah, but, I mean, that's good. You want something like that, I think. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just yeah. saying it's a bit... Stars in your eyes, how good he is. Yeah. I think, personally. My front three is the same as Benny's. Um, Kane up front, Foden left, Saka right. Mm. My backup is Grealish for Foden on the left. Sterling for Saka on the right. And um, I've got Callum Wilson and Ivan Tony. No Rashi. No Rashi. Yeah, that's understandable. Rashi is one you take or lead, like... He doesn't yeah. play a lot for England anyway, so you take him or leave him. But yeah. I think in the yeah. form he's in, to yeah, not that's, take that's him the only reason I put him in. Like if I had to choose Rashford or Grealish, I would choose Rashford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking I'll probably change it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rashford in in there is just good for um, versatility. Yeah. I yeah. think this is the most exciting yeah. England squad in a long time, especially with fucking the way Phil Foden's playing at the yeah. moment. I think the next the next World Cups another four years from now when. This team is peak. unreal. Like, yeah, it's going to be like when Dean Henderson is England's number one, which I think he will be in the next four years. When Jude Bellingham is what twenty three years old, fucking peak. <laughs> and when Declan Rice is mm. like twenty six, or no, twenty eight. Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott is going to be in there. There's loads of young 
Ingle, like Marcus Jesse Lingard. Edwards. When Trent's learned to defend <laughs> when he's 26. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking Jesse Lingard, you can't. Yeah. I, th- I think no, I think all all those teams are pretty good. I was um, going to say, I'm surprised how good. similar they all are. Yeah. Mm. I think the only rogue shout was Trent. And, and Maguire. <laughs> yeah. The fact that none of you named Dan Byrne as well, for me, is yeah. confusing. Because for, Eng- like for Newcastle, he's been fucking immense. And yeah. he's so much more than a six foot seven... Yeah. Defender is on paper like he can actually play a ball. He's very quick. He plays left back for Newcastle. Very yeah. quick. Yeah, well, I mean they're. He's we not said it already. They they've got the best defense in the league, so yeah, probably should be in there. But him and Trips, I think maybe that's top six yeah, bias definitely. from from me. Yeah, him Trips, Cody and Tarkovsky, I think almost certainly have to be there, or at least three of them have to be there. Mm. There you go. Put it on World Cup eleven. Are we doing that? Yeah, let's jump I think into so, that. Yeah, so. Little challenge this week to the Boisies. Um, we have to build an eleven based on nations going to the World Cup. You can yep. have maximum of one player from that nation. Um, you don't have to use every nation, obviously, because only eleven players. But yeah, little challenge for the boys. Get the old brains ticking to see mm. who's in the World Cup. I can't wait to hear my striker. <laughs> best of the best. So go on then, Jackie. You kick us off. Do we? Mate. Should we name the whole team? Yeah, name your teams. Yeah. And formation. Split the whole things out, yeah. yeah. So I've gone 4-3-3 three, three with um, the one sitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my goalkeeper is Allison. Yeah, I like it. I like um, it. I like it. Back four, signing from right back, is Trent, Diaz, Virgil, uh, Davies, Alfonso Davies. Oh, I like the Canadian That's shout. a good shout. That's yeah. a great shout. Well done. Um, Modric, six. Yeah. Uh, Valverde and KDB in the midfield. Yeah. Messi, right wing. Mane, left wing. And Tim Cahill up front. Fuck off. No, I've got... I've got <laughs> <laughs> no, I've Jamie gone, McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone Mbappe up front. Yeah, I nice. like that team a lot. Honestly, was struggling for a striker, to be honest. That like I haven't already used from the nations. Mm. Mm. Alfonso Davies is a, is a yeah, rogue shout. It's of one it. of those players you don't think. I was looking at yeah because obviously we got the old Panini sticker book out, so I had all the <laughs> nations on the front of it there, and I was like going through the team like Canada, no, everyone sucks. Yeah. I was like maybe Jonathan David, but that's a stretch there. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go, next, let's go uh, to G. Take it away. So I've done a three, four, one, two. Ooh. So Interesting. Three at the back, but I think my defense is strong enough to. Um, hold down the fort. So in goals, we got Allison. A back three is Rudiger, Virgil, and Ruben Diaz. And then my two central midfielders are Bellingham and Valverde. And then I've got a flat three of a left mid, center attacking mid, and right mid of Mane, De Bruyne, and Messi. And up front, I've got Mbappe and Lewandowski. Jeez. That's very attacking. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's very attacking. That's a lot of ballers fitting in there as yeah. well. I like it a yeah. lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like Jude Bellingham. Side. It's a good chat. Yeah, I like my balls, mate. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go my next. Can, oh, sorry. Can I ask what? What's your? What's your three centre backs? Like, what's where are they playing? That's it, mate. So, looks like that. So Rudy got left centre back. Virgil centre back. Ruben Diaz right centre back. Yep. Yeah. Right. What do you got? Well, really good. Really, really good. Played there for Chelsea. I don't. Um, yeah, so that's sweet. Diaz. Yeah, I, I put, I just, the reason I put Virgil in the middle is because he's probably got the best ability with the ball 
in case he has to step up a bit to like as like a CDM transition to centre back just to help out with the midfield. I'd, um, would, I'm probably getting too technical with this, but Virgil's pace, it, like in one of the wider ones, probably yeah. for Diaz, mm. would be better in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm getting too technical, but it's <laughs> very good team. Very good team. Um, yeah, so I went uh, – I actually didn't have an England player in my squad, which is interesting. Probably a bit um, – Contentious. Contentious, yeah. Um, I went Alisson and Nett as well. Um, I had Hakimi at right back, Rudiger and Virgil as the centre-backs, and Kinsale at left back. And then I had Rodri. Wait, sorry, say the centre-backs again? I missed that. Rudiger and Virgil. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, and then I had Rod- Rodri holding the midfield with KDB and Valverde. And then I had Messi on the left, Salah on the right, and Mbappe up top. Jeez. No one's choosing Mane. I did. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, don't worry. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was close, but I thought I think Salah's, I think Salah's better. Salah? He's on the World Cup. Egypt too, though. No, not. Aren't they? Oh, my God. Are they? Oh, no. I swear I checked. God, no, they didn't make yes. I, do, I think they're correct. You know, I can't off, off the top of my head. I can't confirm. Yep, no Egypt in the World Cup. Wow. Well, well, I just put Messi on the right and s- no, no, you <laughs> fail. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> Your <laughs> team is <laughs> no. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I want a formal apology on air to all the <laughs> listeners for having to listen to that absolute nonsense. I formally apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I swear on. Um, I swear someone threw it on pitch side too, Salah. That's where. I, that's where I heard the shout. What were they also put Donnarumma and goal, mate? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I knew about that so. one, but no one, no one picked up the Salah. Yeah, okay, well, you know, I've made a mare there, so. <laughs> <sighs> well done. Well done for ruining the Do you want to just uh, go yeah. on to your team? Thanks, mate. I do. <laughs> we should end it so, so I've got 11 players I'm who lucky. are going to the World Cup. Um, Thanks, as mate. per the the rules of this challenge. Um, I'm I've a rule breaker, them. mate. So I've got the old the old English good. formation, mate. The old 4-4 fucking 2. <laughs> oh, yes. Can't go wrong. So complete, completing the set, I have Alison and Nets. Right back, I have Kieran Trippier. My centre-backs are... Manuel Akanji and Virgil van Dijk. Left back, I have Joao Concelo. Right mid, I have Fede Valverde. The two centre mids, I have De Bruyne and Luka Modric. Left mid, Sadio Mane. And that leaves up top the PSG strike force. It is Messi and Kylian Mbappe. I think yours is the worst. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry You don't get an opinion anymore Because you failed the challenge You get to sit there in silence And be sad Yeah okay Akanji at centre back's a bit of an odd one Yeah look Because originally in this team I had Kimmich in the midfield I was going to say And well, then yeah. I took Kimmich out And so I forgot that Germany was a free nation So I could have used Rudiger Yeah mm. um, Goretzka was also my shout from Germany Was going to be in that midfield But my in German um, hassle was having Leroy Sané trying to fit him in somewhere. Yeah. He I was just couldn't. I didn't get a German player, eh? Right? No. I, I, I thought you had Rudiger. No. That was me. And Diaz and Virgil. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, again, there's so many players in that Portugal team. Originally, I had Cristiano in it, and then that was just my United tinted glasses yeah. showing me the way. <laughs> yeah, I changed mine. I had Casemiro. Yeah, we didn't change it enough, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's why I didn't put Mane as well, because originally I had um, Mendy in net, because I had Casemiro. So I had Mendy in goals, and I, that's what, yeah, but whatever, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuses. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I was away last week, and I'm sorry that's happened. It's just embarrassing. Oh, Onwards and upwards. So on to the next game week. Eh? On to the next game yeah. week. We've not quite finished. So as we said, we've still got Arsenal, Nottingham and United and West Ham still to play. So we'll kind of rattle through these ones. Um, Leicester versus Man City. Struggling with Halley. Man City struggling to score goals. They were dominant as ever. Yeah. It took a piece of De Bruyne magic. That free Some kick. That woke me up. anywhere else. Yeah. I was literally <laughs> half asleep. I was on the couch like... Drifting off and waking up and drifting off. Now I opened my eyes and just saw the Bruyne line up a free kick and I was like, I'll keep my eye open for yeah. this. Can't score day. I'm like, we oh were, my we days. We were out of the pub. We yeah. not long been back in and watched the end of this game and it was, you know. Pretty shit, to be honest. Yeah, sad. Yeah, <laughs> sad, sad we made the girls sit through it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Leicester did well in terms of just yeah. making it hard for City. Yeah, yeah. I thought they actually did, did really well. Well, Tony took, so I spoke to him today, obviously. <laughs> Um, he was saying, like, full credit to Leicester, really. Like, they defended. It was oh, hard yeah. for City to break down. And the way they were man-marking, too, was fucking very impressive as well. Like, they gave no player, really, space to run with the ball at all. They were very tight. A surprise for me and you, I think, last night, we seen Sionchu back. Yeah. For the yeah. first time yeah. in a while for a long he time. He did well, though. He was sort of decent. Like, mm. I don't understand why he's not. Maybe there's some personal beef. I think, but I think yeah, so. It has to be, because I've it, always it, liked him. Yeah, it changes that Leicester defence, really. Mm. They go yeah. from Fates and uh, Amati. Amati is just shocking in that defence. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think he's rubbish. horrible to watch. No time for him, eh? No, just he shouldn't. He shouldn't be he anywhere near a Premier League side. It just stinks. Yeah, like you, the way he moves the ball, just be he better. He's just not good. <laughs> You're on a professional wage. Just be I better. Just don't, so why, like I that. think the big frustration is he gets picked every fucking week. Yeah, which is weird. I, I mean, who knows what's happened with Soyuncu? He was supposed to leave the club. Obviously, things have gone that dire that Brendan Rodgers has decided to make some changes finally. But yeah, full. Prediction on the audios. There you go, mate. <laughs> Smooth as anything. <laughs> um, we all had this one as a bit of a goal fest, as we do every time Man City play football. Um, Scotty, you had it 3-0 to City. Benny and Jackie both had it 4-0, and I had it 4-1. I was tempted to go a low-scoring game in this one just because of City's recent struggle of scoring. Mm. Um, but, but you didn't. I didn't, so... <laughs> But this don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> this next Tottenham game, Bournemouth. Tottenham Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Two nil up. Two nil up. Fucking Bournemouth. I mean, oh, see, um, as well in this Conte uh, when when um, Bentoncourt scored the last one to put him in the lead, Conte just walked down the tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> no, really. yeah. yeah a, I think he, he came back on. Yeah, but yeah, he just looked. He was so unimpressed. Him when, and he. I was watching something. He because obviously he speaks Italian, so does Bentoncourt because he was at um, Juventus. They bicker each other in Italian, and cameras have started picking it up. And Conte's saying stuff like, you're shit, you're worthless. Like, what? Like, just roasting him on the field. But Benton Kerr is assisting and scoring goals and being a powerhouse in their midfield. So, who knows? Conte's, this is what happens when Conte starts to lose. Yeah, the, the dressing room. Like, you see, yeah. it's happened at just about every club. Juventus, yeah. Chelsea. Nonce. He just 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so was, uh, everyone was thinking. It? <laughs> <laughs> but it's huge for Sassanyong, I think, to get on the score sheet. Um, yeah. Well taken goal too. Greatly yeah. taken goal. Apparently Premier League man of the match for this one was Benton Kerr, so mm. well done, Lance. I thought Kiefer Moore deserved it. Yeah, double, double. for him. Mm. A fantastic season for him, considering mm. what Bournemouth have been doing. He's scoring goals. Yeah. That's a fan-voted Man of the match. Yeah, they've the done really well. Eh? I don't go by that, Bournemouth. to be honest. Bournemouth yeah. have done huge to bounce back from where they were. Like, yeah. I sat here and I said, we'll be lucky to see him get another point this season. I think the manager, like is it Gary O'Neill, they've got yeah. leading the line. I think yeah. what they're doing, by n- again, another team that can't find a manager, but by having someone like him who's just yeah. getting results, I dare say, and this is not my opinion, this is me regurgitating somebody else's, but I like... I like it, so I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, um, I do it too, mate. I've heard it would be nice if they were like, hey, look, we're not going to announce that you've got the job. We're not going to tell the boys you've got the job, but you've got the job. So you keep them in this mindset, keep them playing football, and then when they start he asking questions, get the job. we'll come out and say, well, maybe he doesn't, but on the form, they were 2-0 up against Spurs. They lost. But they've had good, like, I know. for a team I know, like I Bournemouth, get, I get what you're saying, and they're yeah. not in the relegation <laughs> zone. Yeah, I just don't think he'll get the job. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, who else do you get in for a team like Bournemouth, really? Yeah. Stephen Gerrard. Parker. Stevie Gerrard. Getting back in. He's 20% less wages. Liverpool might try and get him in the job so they can get another win again. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spurs pulling it out their ass. 3-2. Um, Prediction. Predictionos for this one. Scarcely had it 2-0 Tottenham. Jackie, you had it 3-1 Tottenham. Fucking close. Benny, you had it 2-1 Tottenham and I had it 2-0 Tottenham. So we all get the result, but... A little bit more Up the boys. than we thought. Next one is... Off we go to an Brentford. Very low-scoring game, as to be expected when Wolverhampton Wanderers are involved. But <laughs> Ruben Neves, again, if he doesn't yeah, score from the spot, he scores up. from outside the box yeah. every time. Yeah. And Brentford, in that, that purple patch, where they just can't seem to, to find those gears it's like again. They're just hit and miss. They're just, they're just too hit and miss, Brentford. Costa's red card, 97th minute. Yeah. Yeah. Bit soft, was it? I, yeah, I personally thought it was a little bit of a headbutt, but yeah, that's, a, that's just, what Costa does. You can't it? do it, but like, yeah, it like they get sent off all the time. Yeah, so also why even don't want attention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much um, to say about this. Yeah, game. Neves just sprinted at the ball and it just cannoned off his foot. He also <laughs> The yeah, like that's what he did. The player receiving the ball, he just screams out like, "No, yeah, yeah. leave it. It's mine. I'm here." And he just kept sprinting. I yeah. feel, I feel for Neves because he is. I think he is far Shining too good to be in that, that wall side. He should, he should have got a move in the summer. To United, <laughs> we don't really need him now, do we? Well, it wouldn't hurt to have him though, would it? You know, depth. Is I think quality. we've got other issues. Yeah, we definitely do, mate. Like Scott McTominay still plays for us. <laughs> um, Glazes out still. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> oh, of course. Never we not should, be. Yeah. We've not <laughs> prefaced issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. we've not yeah. prefaced it enough. Also, right back. We need a right back cover. Okay. <laughs> that always played every We can minute. get to Man United Go on. next week because they haven't played yet. Yeah. Um, this one, our predictions for it. Jack and Skaus, you both had it 2 1. Benny had it 1 0. All three of you in their favour of Brentford. And I had it 1 1. You changed it. Yes, cow. Yeah, you changed that. That was success. <laughs> you know what? I did these while I was steaming drunk last yeah. week, too. So, <laughs> up the boys. Right, I'm on fire. Off we go to Graham Potter's return to Damn. Brighton Hove Albion. And I tell you what, them Brighton boys fucking played like it, too. Yeah. yeah. They were unreal. Leandro Trossard, 
That is a man who is looking to get a move to a big dog club. Sorry, mate. You're right, mate. He wants Potter to sign with Chelsea. I also think the Chelsea boys forgot they played for Chelsea because they scored two own goals. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> the two, the two uh, good youth game. products in Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Trevor Chalabar both scoring goals, which doesn't help in a 4-1 rashing yeah. at the Amex. That's a big win. Big, big win. Big Trust statement. Oh, sorry, mate. Oh, I just wanted to say it was a big statement. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Trust had um, quick feet for his goal. Very quick. Beating, beating uh, Kepa. He's, he's, the keeper. he's a joke. He's, he's, com- he's confidence. Trussard's confidence is, I think, is ridiculous. The way, he, like, obviously he takes it around, but then the finish he does when there's two players on the line. A he little could, La and then just... On his left oof. foot, too. Just yeah. calm. Just smashes it into the side netting. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like anyone just else, you'd think, in that situation, you're thinking, don't miss. Like, yeah. I, I rounded the keeper, don't miss. He's not thinking that. He's like, I can't miss. Also, <laughs> yeah. that's what he. I reckon he's thinking. This game, Pascal Gross, by looks of it, played right back. He's been playing no, right. he played striker. Well, well right. he, the Premier League's got it damn wrong then. But yeah, but the Premier League says he played well, right he maybe back. maybe did, because I think Chossard yeah. was up top. Yeah. But the team sheet before it, when I watched the... Um, yeah, we watched match oh, no, yeah, it. Nice. Early today, and the team sheet had Pascal Gross at striker, but Trossard started yeah, well, there. When the team news, we were watching the City game, the team news came out and he was listed up top, but. Yeah, I don't know. They also, Kepa came off at half time. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I didn't yeah. watch the game. Yeah. I, I will be full honest. I've had a busy day, so I've not watched the games today. I saw the goals, and I noticed that Mendy went in, and I've just looked up then, and yeah, he came off at half time, so. Yeah. You know, I th- what did the score at half time? 3 uh, 3 0. Oh, okay. So it could be Graham Potter. He's a savage when it comes to, as we said, yeah. making tactical changes. Um, Kai Havertz's goal, very well taken. Great ball in by Gallagher, but a very well taken yeah, header. It's a good header. As I was saying, he's mm. really moulding into that striker role. But yeah. There's a great cross. Great cross. Great Connor cross. Gallagher. He's a real talent, Connor Gallagher. He is. He's a, a real talent. But yeah, that's also, I think, the first win for. Yeah, what's his face? Oh, Brighton know his man. Yeah, it's um, Graham, Graham Potter's first loss too. Yeah, mm. as Chelsea manager. Yeah, very, very, very. He had a few draws time. then because I don't get a yeah. good vibe from Chelsea at the moment. I don't know Who? why. Potter. Yeah, has he had a few draws? I thought he'd won every oh, single I game. So. I think they've been <coughs> steamrolling teams. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's won every single game. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's not getting a good vibe. No, sorry, Jones mentioned either. Oh yeah, and they drew yeah. against Brentford the week before. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they've still been good in those games. Like, yeah, and he no, not against United, mate. All right, grow up. <laughs> but like, he, they have been good, and I think they're going to stay. Like, this is a blip in their a speed bump in their roadmap of success under Graham Potter. I think. Yeah. Obviously, to go back, like he left on pretty good terms with Brighton. I think the fans were very much. They like, gave it to him. I think they. they I said think they were singing Jurgen Sack. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for them they were kind of like, well, thanks for everything you've done. Yeah, you, we we were expecting this. It would be nice to not have it in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. Well, predictions for that one. Predictions for this one. None of us had it as a four-one Brighton win. Sadly, uh, Scouse had it a two-one Chelsea. Jackie had it as a two-all draw. And Benny and I also both had it as two-one Chelsea. So we're all very original in that one. Off to Pally, big Edward. Off to Pally, my boy. Odson Edward. Do I get my Zaha shirt? Do I get my Edward shirt? Because man like Edward is I love watching him play football to be honest. He makes very smart runs. Mm. He called the shit back for the for the kit. 
Yeah, look, I might, I might have to send them back on a branch. <laughs> I might have to get the away kit. Turn around, around again. Fair. The Zaha home <laughs> kit and an Eduard away kit. No, I, I think this is obviously coming off Southampton getting the one-all draw against Arsenal yeah. week before for them to now drop points here. And That's Palace bounce back from Everton. Yeah, Palace, they needed it too. Like we said, they're, they're in that lower section of the league. You kind of have to put these results away, and it's good to see him do it. Well, they're sitting tenth now, so there you go, moving on up. But yeah, predictions for this one, Jackie, you banged it as a one nil. Scassi, you had it two nil to Crystal Palace. Yes. Benny, you had it as a one all draw, and I had it two one to Crystal Palace. Let's go, Jackie. Up the boys, well done, man. Next uh, one. Is, away we yeah. go to Villa, and this is where you think. <laughs> Maybe it's not quite stinky, Steve. <laughs> or maybe it's just Newcastle are yeah, absolute Newcastle savages. Are I, think, I think they're... Callum Wilson, fucking hell. The Villa sort of bounce back, lasted its, its, its run its course. I mean, it's hard to bounce back against a team in such good form as Newcastle. Yeah, I feel Newcastle like you just give are insane. And they're... You just got to give Newcastle credit forms. here, I reckon. Almiron. Almiron. Oh, boy. Callum Wilson. Finish. Joelinton. Yeah. yeah. What a finish. Uh, Almond's finish, yeah, it was absolutely full trot. Gorgeous. He just doesn't, he only scores bangers. Yeah, mm. gorgeous. Wilson was so close to having the hat trick too. Yeah. Offside for the second, but yeah. I, was, I was super impressed with Bruno Gamaris in this as well. Whole team, just, mate. He's just so effortless, Gamaris. Like he, mm. he just, he's a, such a dog in there. Like he wins the ball back he so loves, easily. He like, loves Newcastle too. I've yeah. seen he comes out in interviews. He's like, I'm a Geordie now. I'm one of the, like, I love. I honestly, I love watching where, what's happening to Newcastle. Even Almiron when he scored his goal, and the yeah. owners, like the owners, are there, like pointing at him, yeah. like he's pointing to them, and yeah. they're they're like, it's like the the sort of relationship that they have with players is yeah. weird. It's, it's, it's lovely un- to see. Yeah, it's not it's not seen much at all in the Premier League. So. It doesn't feel as dirty this rise as yeah, the city not rise. Not yeah, not yet. yet. It'll get there, but I'm yeah. sure it will. When they're starting to spend, like, to be fair, too, City has spent a lot of money, yes, but they've not <coughs> chucked it around too, too. Like, the Kyle Walker deal was the one where you were like, oi, they played a lot for Kyle Walker. But even then, like, he's been a massive servant to their club. Mm. It's all wages, though, that it is, is yeah. the dodgy bit. It's all back-end and deals that go through some, agents yeah. and whatnot. Because clubs, clubs do the deal, whatever, but say, say the player has a choice of going to City or whoever else, they're going to choose City every time because they were just double the wage. Yeah. I remember when... I know you guys already knew that. I don't know why I said it. No. When United <laughs> signed the deal with Chevrolet, all the senior players and staff got, like, free Chevrolet cars. And mm. that. Like, yeah. Gigs and Rooney, there's a photo of them with their brand new Corvettes and they're both, like, blank face. Like, how are we supposed to drive this around Manchester anyway? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny little anecdotes, I suppose, about being rich. Must be nice. Um, <laughs> this one, 4 0 win for Newcastle. Scouse, you had it 2 0. Jackie had it 3 1. Uh, Benny had it 2 0. And I also had it 3 1. All in the favour of Newcastle. Yep. Lucky Steve, he's not in charge because we're the back villa. <laughs> Dinky Steve. <laughs> you boys would have given up three points there. Yeah. Um, Four Everton. Away we go to a nil draw. Craven Cottage. Um, good game from Pickford, as we touched on earlier. Yeah, yeah he played very well. Very Point blank saves. save from William. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was unreal to reflex. pull that over mm-hmm. the bar too. There was, I think there was a Mitrovic header as well, which l- looked like it was dropping. 
and it, he he got fingertips to it. I mean, he made six saves. This game, two teams that are now both pretty hard to, well, not hard to beat. Fulham aren't hard to beat if you catch them on the right day, I suppose. But they're, they're just, just both both overachieving to what I think expectations yeah. were. They're scrappy, scrappy teams. Mm. So I think it's a good point teams. for both sides. Yeah, yeah. considering where they're both are on the table. Yeah. But all they want to do is be comfortably safe this year and kick on to next year, I think. Yeah, important point. Yeah. Definitely. Not much more to say. This one, three of us got the result right. One of us didn't. So Jackie and I both had it as a one-all draw. Scarcely had it as a two-all draw. And Benny has it as a one-nil win to Everton. I've let you down this week, mate. I (laughs) (laughs) apologise. Public apology. (laughs) Not only have you messed up (laughs) the World Cup eleven. If we're gonna end up I've wearing been carrying Liverpool you for shirt, weeks, mate. <laughs> so you're gonna end up wearing About a Liverpool time. shirt. No, you there's suck. plenty of time left. <laughs> Speaking of Liverpool, they oh. played Leeds United. How good are we doing these tips, by the way? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm smashing them every week them at the mighty, anyway. untouchable. Good episode this week, lads. Yeah, so we'll catch us next week. Um, <laughs> no, I guess the good thing about this game, we've already touched on all the in-depth stuff, but just talking about this game in specific. Um, I just thought the substitutions, the subs were so fucking weird. I did not agree with any of them. Maybe the Hendo for Fabs is a good sub, but bringing on Jones for Elliot, it's like, why the fuck would you not bring on Fabio Carvalho instead of Jones? And then also bringing on Milner for Trent, like when we're looking for a goal and taking off Trent, who had a good game. Yeah. Like it just, it just baffled me. I mm. think this game, Liverpool lacked creativity. It yeah. just seemed like... And we and take off our two most creative plays. Lacked a finish too. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we couldn't Nunez, get to it. Because there's no fucking creativity. But the one... Well, there's a... There was, oh, yeah. To be fair... I'll start again. <laughs> to be fair, the times that we were doing that little flicks and things like that, we get in behind. But there just was not enough of it. I think uh, I counted probably two, maybe three times where... I was like, wow, that was good footy. Mm. But just not enough. I think it just lacked um, imagination. That's but crazy yeah. you say it lacks imagination. Like, well, obviously, I didn't watch the game, so I, I'm just throwing me three cents in here. Looking at this lineup, you've got Trent and Robbo, who are notorious assist makers in that team, and you had Thiago, Firmino, yeah. and Harvey Elliott on the pitch. I thought we did pretty well in terms of passing the ball around in moments. Um, but I think, literally, I think it was the substitutions that killed us. Like, I think that just deaded the game. Like, Miller for Trent and Giants for Elliott. It's just, like, it didn't make sense. I've seen that happening and I was like, we're not winning this game. I saw those subs. Yeah, no, I agree. It, uh, what I was saying about the lack of imagination, certainly in the later part of the game, where we was desperate for a goal. And I think in the last, well, in the in the injury time there, we would like get it forward or whatever. The keeper for Leeds, um, I suck with pronunciations, but Malia. it would go to him. He'd kick it down to Allison. Um, he'd roll it out to Gomez or something. He'd try and because we're trying to be desperate for a goal. He would lump it in the box, go to, through to the keeper again. Yeah. We did about three or four times. Yeah, there was, was one where Allison booted it straight to him. Yeah, yeah. like Allison made a big maze. The Leeds. Attackers were like, go on then, do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was he just charged out and booted it straight to I Malia. was a bit surprised with that because generally when you have like su- such an experienced sort of team as Liverpool, like when you're playing that back and forth footy, as soon as you get in that final third, you control it. Like Liverpool had that chance to do that on multiple occasions, in my opinion, where they 
like Malia would punt it. They would count, try and try and attack Liverpool. Liverpool would go back at them. But then when the the sort of option broke down, Liverpool weren't recycling it very well. I thought, you know what I mean? They weren't controlling that sort of penalty area. There was a few times I thought, you know, just could have been a bit smarter with what they did. But well, we didn't even get there because we were just kicking it from halfway straight yeah, to. The well, I, there area. was a few times I seen where you just went. There was one one that stands out in my mind particularly. One where Darwin Nunez runs forward on the right hand side and shoots from the dumbest angle. Oh yeah, and punt and Salah's right there. It's like a three v four, I think, at the time. Salah's there, and there's a player coming on the overlap on the other side, and he shoots from the dumbest angle in the world, and it's the stinkiest shot. I think that was desperate, and I think it was also just trying to try something different because I'm try putting the ball in the back of that mate because he's fucking <laughs> shit. He, that, he stinked this game. He really did. Yeah. Well, his, <laughs> goal, his goal scoring record is good. So you yeah. can't really say that's his bad trait. But, like, you can talk bad about Liverpool if you want, but you've got to give props to Leeds for this game. Like, coming to Anfield, Virgil's first ever to defeat in the Liverpool share, Anfield in five years. Right. Like, Leeds came to Anfield and fucking put up a game. This was yeah. the game that Jesse Master was going to get sacked. They were going to yeah. get beat. He was going to get sacked. Um, I think that played a large part in it. I think this team... Particularly, there's obviously he's brought in his American flair, but there's a lot mm. of love for Jesse Marsh. Again, mm. I said it earlier, he's one of those, he's trying to play expansive football. It's just not quite coming off for him. Well, even Bamford had an opportunity to get his number yeah. 100. Absolutely fucking oh, stuffed it. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking, that was terrible. He looked just, I don't know, he Lost. just looked, yeah, he looked so uninterested and co- like yeah. just the concentration levels weren't there for him. He hasn't looked good since he came back from yeah. injury, it must be said, because there, there was chat that he was going to make the World Cup team. Mm. On another note, though, that um, Cyprian Somerville. Yeah, yeah. Somerville. Yeah, he Asensio looks very. Somerville. That's it. Yeah. Whatever his name is, um, he looks very good. Scored two and two now, isn't he? Yeah, scored last week as well. But he just looked like a bit of a dog for Leeds. For me, uh, Aronson, Aronson to yeah, was the Red one for me. Yeah, he's a Plus weapon. It. I, I mean, rate him so high. He forced the error, really. That Gomez spooning his pass back mm. yeah. from Aronson's pressure. It's terrible pass back from Gomez. On the ball, though, he was quality. Yeah, like, he is. He's he very was very hard to tackle. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. America are going to be dangerous in the World Cup. They're going to be their attacking options are very dangerous. I know he put Tim Howard as my goalkeeper, <laughs> <laughs> um, along with Tim Cahill. Yeah, up the, the Timmies. Big, the, big, the Timmies. <laughs> the Timmies either end of the pitch. Timmy. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> predictions for this one, surprisingly. None of us had yeah. a, a Leeds 2-1. Well, I would have. No, well, it was <laughs> close. You did have it 3-0. Oh, so it was almost, three, almost three goals. the result. Yeah. I got the three goals, yeah. yeah. Just the wrong way. Uh, Jackie, you also had it 2-0. <sighs> Benny had it 3-1. I had it 5-0 to Liverpool. Yeah. So you're the biggest donkey out of all of us. Biggest donkey there is. And that's my fault for backing you fucking <laughs> So, But you're backing again this week, were you? Uh, what did oh, I do? Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't. Because they're idiots and they suck and they drop twice to teams in the relegation zone. Well, this will be the game that we. <laughs> yeah, this will be the game sure, that we turn it up. But here we go. So we're a bit over two hours now. Um, if you're still listening, thank you very much. Like, share, <laughs> get us out there. Um, predictions for next week: Leeds host Bournemouth. Um, Scouse, you've got it. Oh, Scouse, Ben, and Jackie, you've all got it one all. I've got it two one to Bournemouth. 
You're not catching us, lads. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking just I knew this was going to come. Uh, <laughs> Man City versus Fulham at the Etihad. Uh, Scouse, you've got it 4 0. Jackie, you've got it 2 0. 5 0. Benny, you've got it 2 0. I've got it 3 1. Nottingham versus Brentford. Uh, Scouse, you've got it 2 0. Brentford. Jackie, you've got it uh, on the rest of us. All have it 2 1 to Brentford. We're all just going to copy each other's scores this week. Um, Wolves versus Brighton. At Molyneux, Scarce, you have it 2-0 to Brighton. Jackie, you've got it 2-1. Benny, you've got it 3-1. I've got it as a one-all draw. Everton versus Leicester. Scarce, you've got it 2-1 Leicester. Jackie and Benny both have it as a one-all draw. I've got it as a two-all draw. Chelsea versus Arsenal, the Battle of London. Um, Scarce, you've got it 3-2 to Arsenal. Jackie, you've got it 2-1 Arsenal. Benny, you've got it 1-0 Arsenal. And I've got it 2-1 to Chelsea. Could go anywhere. Like hey. Any which way. It could be a freaking 9 0 blowout. Either team win, yeah. draw, uh, blowout. S- yeah. Unai Emery's first game in charge comes against the mighty Red Devils at Villa Park. Scouse, you've got it 3 1 United. Jackie, you've got it 2 all. Benny, you've got it 3 0 United. And I've got it 3 1 to good Manchester evening. United. I hope, he, I hope there's a result there so that he says good evening. Yeah, the result will be them losing because they stink and United are brilliant. <laughs> Southampton versus Newcastle at St Mary's. Scash, you've got it 2 0 Newcastle. Jackie, you've got it 3 0 Newcastle. Benny, you've got it 2 1 Newcastle. And I also have it 3 0 Newcastle. Everyone's starting to get on the Geordie hype train. Second last game of the week sees West Ham play Crystal Palace at the London Stadium. Scash, you've got it 2 1 to the home team. Jackie, you've got it as a nil or draw. Benny, you've got it as a one nil draw. And I also have it 2-1 in the favour of West Ham United. Mm-hmm. Well, last but not least, the big game of the week, I think, Tottenham versus Liverpool. It's up there with Chelsea-Arsenal, but Tottenham versus Liverpool at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Scarce, who's gone 3-1 Tottenham. Jackie, uh, 3-1 Liverpool. Jackie Safe and Benny both have it 2-1 Liverpool, and I've got it as a 2 all draw. I think that game is the game of desperation. The, the yeah. Probably the game of the week to watch would be Chelsea Arsenal. I think so. In what do you mean by desperation? Quality. For like, well, we're just fucking desperate for a win, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> both both teams need a big result there. I think Tottenham have struggled against all the big dogs. Liverpool, mm. not been much better. I, the The result against Man City is looking an, a bit of anomaly. Every yeah, every week like more and more of an anomaly. Like yeah. it was just right formation, right time. Obviously, the combination of one of the best goalkeepers in world football with one of the best forwards in world football. Mm. We'll see. We'll see against we'll see. Tottenham if they can pull the result out. Good weekend of football, though. Great yeah. weekend of football. And every week we now move closer towards the World Cup, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a bit more World Cup content, I think, coming to your ears. Um, obviously, all through the World Cup, we'll be doing the same thing, some predictions. Bring back the quiz next week games. as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Like, share, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, push the notification bell. That'd be yep. great. Gives us more outreach. Um, drop some comments. Give us a rating. Yeah. yeah. Spotify, music, drop fives. Whatever you're going to do. Um, <laughs> appreciate your ears, everyone. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Cheers. boys, for joining us. And good evening. <laughs> <laughs> See you I, was, next I week. was thinking about it. <laughs>